Welcome back, everybody, to Lowered Expectations. By now, you guys know the drill. We got a game of the month that we play uh, all individually, and then we come together in the podcast here and talk about it, give our thoughts and an honest review on it. And at the uh, latter half of the show, we just kind of have an open forum on some topics and stuff. Um, if you remember, our game last month was Jedi Fallen Order, the Star Wars game. Uh, great game. I think we all had really good reviews, and uh, Dylan has even just been saying that he's about to finish it up. So, um, yeah, go check that game out if you feel so inclined. Um, but yeah, I'm here with uh, Evan. Yes. Johnny. So. Justin. Hi. Kyle. Hello. Dylan. What up? And of course, I myself am Lane. Our game of the month this month was the Ascent. Um, kind of interested to hear what you guys thought about this game here. But let's see. Let's get the description pulled up here. <clears throat> Little background on the game: The Ascent is a cyberpunk-themed action role-playing video game. It was developed by Swedish indie game studio Neon Giant and published by Curve Digital for uh, Windows and Xbox. Uh, it actually just came out on the 29th of July, later earlier this year. It was developed using the Unreal Engine 4 by a team of only 11 people and is Neon Giant's debut in the industry. The game received, received positive reviews from critics upon its release with praise for its visuals, combat, animation, and sound design. Agree with most of those, uh, but criticism for emphasis on grinding, technical issues, and noticeable lack of polish. I can also agree with all of those. <laughs> um... Let's see, the premise of the game. It takes place within an arcology in a futuristic dystopian world known as Velus, controlled by a powerful megacorporation called the Ascent Group. Players assume control of a worker enslaved by the company. After the mysterious collapse of the Ascent Group, the arcology descends into a chaotic free-for-all, pitting districts, syndicates, and rival corporations against each other for control. The player's role is to stop other factions from seizing control and uncover the mystery behind the demise of the Ascent Group. Um, yeah, it was a pretty crazy game. I really liked the cyberpunk vibe for it, but, um, Evan, what did you think of it, man? Share your thoughts. You know, um, at first I was like really excited, uh, for this game. Like there was a ton of hype around it. Um, and I was excited to get to play it day one, you know? Um, and honestly, you know, for the size of the team, uh, I, you know, I think they, you can tell they put a lot of work into the game. It's pretty impressive uh, with, with that small of a team, uh, how sprawling uh, the world is. And, you know, initially I was having a lot of fun with it. It's this like, you know, the, the isometric sort of Diablo-like kind of feel to it. Um, I love anything cyberpunk, right? Things like Shadowrun and things like that. Um, it had that kind of twin stick shooter feel to it too um which i dig i like all of that stuff uh the the environments were highly detailed right yeah um but you know soon the uh problems with the game started to outweigh the fun i was having um it was also like super repetitive you know um the combat really got boring go investigate yeah go grab this dude (laughs) yeah right you know and i kept hoping i was like okay like if i just played a little longer like it's gonna open up right right, and be amazing um it was trying so hard to have a good story and i wish i would have been interested enough to really get into it (laughs) i just 
got sick That's of grinding the all the time. You know, and you're just sort of stuck in that area, you know, yeah. and um, sometimes, you know, even though the world's like highly detailed, um, for me, it was kind of hard to tell what was happening sometimes because of the, you know, how far back the camera is pulled. And there's uh, when you're so playing. much shit. There's Everywhere. so much going on. And, you know, there's like cars flying overhead, and yep. some of those cars are dropping bad guys. Some of them are just fucking cars. So it's like, I have to, it's like hard to keep track of a lot of times. Yeah. And, you know, the, and, you know, maybe I could have overlooked some of that. Um, but, it, you know, the maps were like so big, and it was really hard for me to tell, like, where am I going? And, and like, what is it I'm supposed to be doing? Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and there, you know, there were some other things like, um, if you look at the quest, it'll say, oh, it's this recommended level, you know, and things like that. And, and I kind of got stuck, uh, early on, you know, honestly, I haven't, I haven't played it for a couple of weeks cause I just got disgusted with it and got rid of it. But there was this area <laughs> early on where you're supposed to go up. I forget what the area is called, but it's like where the wealthier oh, yeah, uh, people like the, live, but the you get to the tier. elevator and it'll open, All but you can't you. get in right and i was like what am i doing wrong is the game is this like some kind of game breaking issue that i'm having and i looked it up and there's like a ton of other stuff that you have to do before you can actually get in that elevator uh, mm. and continue that and that's like a level 3 recommended uh quest so that was that, that was all mm. like really confusing for me the areas were hard to navigate i got tired of like backtracking through the same shit over yeah. and over again, you know, the enemies respawn in at these weird, you know, intervals. Uh, but, you know, there was it was like high intensity. Um, I, I felt like the combat as far as like the dodging and, the, you know, the, the weapons and stuff that was that was kind of fun. Uh, yeah. But the checkpoint system was like absolute garbage. Right. Um, I kept yeah. having to like redo stuff. Um, the combat didn't scale well, right? So I would hit these boss fights or other encounters and I'm like following the main story mission and getting absolutely wrecked, you know? Um, but yeah, overall, dude, like I wasn't having fun with the game and, uh, I think I played for, I don't know, man, like maybe 12 hours. And then I tried playing with Dylan, uh, to just to see like, Okay, maybe it'll be a little more fun with like co-op, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the, the fucking game crashed like every ten or fifteen minutes. Yeah. Damn, dude, was, ten or fifteen minutes it was, is terrible. <laughs> it was like regardless of network quality or anything like that. Like it was just uh, like what kept happening, at least on my end, was that it would just say like memory out. Right. And then done. But it didn't happen as frequently as it did when we were together. Like, which is crazy to me. I just see that because it crashed so much solo that like having another player to keep track of too. I'm sure that just fucking killed. Yeah, man. The first three times I booted up the game, it crashed on me after like maybe two hours. Like I would like die or something. And as it's trying to reload my fucking... Yep. Where I was, my checkpoint, it just fucking crashed. It's like, well, all right, well, guess I'm done. <laughs> get into it, Evan. What was that? How far did you get into the game? Like, you said 12 hours. Do you know what you were supposed to be doing story-wise? No. No. All right. Probably fetch something, no. right? Like, I can't yeah, remember what I was doing personally <laughs> two days ago. 
right? Talk but to uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean that was it. That's all it ever was. Go here, talk to this person, pick this up, come back. You know, it was just a lot yeah. of just running around this huge map. You know, um, we tried as to far do as it. like the we as far as like the main story goes. I was supposed to be going up the elevator to the um, to the upper section. Like I'd already met with the boss. We'd gone to the meeting. Uh, did that big shootout, yeah, right? Yeah. So you're supposed um, to go up to the third floor and like meet somebody or some shit, right? Like, yes, yeah. yes, yes. And I got to the elevator, right? Spent all this time like walking, even though you do have those like little fast travel areas. Uh, they're kind of far Honestly, and few between. Yeah, and they're not that uh, not that helpful either because it's like taxis? you get to go to like the main like mods of like the the whatever you want to call it the world, but. The, each of those different like little modular sections is so big. The fast travel did you really no good within those sections? Like those it takes forever. Fucking expensive. Yeah. Like if you call a like, taxi, they require a lot of money. Like really, how much do they cost? I, that I think, was the other thing. Is it like it said it costs like money, but I did it a couple times. Credits or something every time you want to go, which oh. isn't a shitload. But if you're like putting in a fast travel system. Right, I'm pretty like, sure it was a thousand credits. It was for or, me. It was may, like a leveling thing. Maybe, um, but definitely it was. I remember it. I remember looking at how much money I had, and looking how much it cost me, and I was like, "That is fairly significant for a fast travel <laughs> system." Like, I don't understand. The one well, they cool have thing the about, rail. Yeah, the but they have the rail system that's free. Yeah, but you had to go but meet that, it, like you know, at a place. Yes. Well, and, it, yeah. and you just sit again for like another. You know, five minute load time, even though you're in the train is the same train every time with the same people. Um, I'd rather just yeah. I would rather just walk and shoot people. So at least I have something to do. You know, right. I got yeah. so tired of waiting on this. Yeah, load screens were really long. I don't know about you guys, but like the first time I loaded up the game, it, it got better each time I played it. But the first time I loaded up, it took like fucking no shit like 15 minutes I for the game for me to get to screen. start playing the fucking game dude so like they, it was insane they did like a technical right. article on this game right and they were like comparing the boot up time right first initial boot up for original <laughs> xbox and playstation like original xbox consoles is almost 10 minutes um yeah. which is unexcusable yeah. and then after that it's it's three minutes and on initial boot up like I definitely get a lot better. No issues with right. the loading time. No. Right. Okay. So, so but you're on, on a Johnny. You're on. That's what. I, that's what I'm asking, Johnny. Yeah. Did you have any loading time? Yeah, I definitely did. Every time I loaded up, it was about five minutes for the start. You're screen both to pop on up. the new console, so like I would hope that like. Game just hated Johnny though. Yeah, the game fucking hated me. Did it crash on you during game? Every like thirty minutes, I I played solo. Um. And there was a few times. That's insane. Yeah, there's every there's a few times where it just soft locked too. Like missions would just not spawn enemies or the item that I needed. <laughs> That's ridiculous, Crazy. unacceptable in this day and time on a oh, on yeah. the current gen console. Because I was giving it a little bit of a pass. Yeah. When it was happening, because I'm like, okay, well, you know, I'm it's only on like, older console. Yeah. Right. You know, but to hear that. Uh, Johnny was having the same issues. Like, yeah, that's insane. Unacceptable. Are you kidding me? That should never yeah. happen. It was ridiculous. It's also different if it's a product that wasn't marketed the way that it was. Like, if it was just an indie game that was treated that way and like had issues when it came out, they were like honest and realistic about 
expectations, right? Like, yeah. hey, we're an eleven man team. Please don't, you know, like come into this thinking that it's a triple A title. Like, you know, yeah. <laughs> I think if they would have primed the audience a little bit better, I think maybe I would have been more tolerant. Um, but I, I totally, I, I suffered from everything that Evan was talking about. Like, yeah. We were waiting for Dark Souls three servers to come back up um, because they were under maintenance. And we were playing online and we were like, oh, let's just go play this. And then I think we got maybe half an hour into playing together. And I was like, nah, I'm done. Like, it's crashed on me like three times in half Damn, an hour. Dude. Which is just That's crazy, bro. Yeah. And the, the crashing is annoying, but it, 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 what made it unbearable is the fact that it was going to be 12 minutes before you're playing the game again. Right. Yeah, exactly. it's different if it just yeah. boots up real quick and I could get back to it with Evan. Like, no, mm-hmm. but I have to go 10 minutes to boot and then get together in a lobby. What I will say is that the lobby system was pretty quick. Like, it pulled Evan in pretty quick um, okay. into the game. But then we had to sit there for another loading screen going back into the game. Like, you know what I mean? So we would start in a multiplayer. I'd pull him into the lobby via an invite and then we would go to load the campaign and we'd have to, we'd have to wait again, which was just crazy. Did any of you ever have the problem where like the loading screen would just never load? Like you'd sit there just indefinitely and it would never Mm -hmm. even pop the bar for you. Yeah, no, I I actually had something happen where um, the bar filling, right? So like it's a, it's a weird opaque red at first and then it fills with like a, a deeper red when it's loading and it just sat there at opaque red for an uncomfortable amount of time until I was like considering turning it off. And then I was like, and then it started loading and I was like, Oh, okay. Like I did have that issue where I was like, this is making me feel, this is so long that it's making me feel like I, I'm doing something wrong or something's wrong and I need to restart this game, oh, right. which yeah. is crazy. I legitimately had instances where I went to load it and would fuck around on my phone because I knew it was going to be like five minutes and well, yeah, dude. it would just ne- it would just never load. Like I'd be there for 20 minutes just like fucking around reading stuff and I'd look up. I, I did, the, did the same fucking shit. I'd have it on over here loading and I'm just watching streams and then I look over like after 20 minutes and I was like, oh, almost there. But, like, what the hell? I'm going to Rocket League, whatever, fuck it. Like, God. I've never had a game that so aggressively didn't want me to play it. Like, it was just right, like, man. are you sure? Like, why did you even download no, this? I don't like, really feel like it. Well, you have any closing thoughts, Evan? I think that's about it, man. If I had to describe this game in one word, it would be tedious. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely very, very grindy. I don't um, mind that. This is from somebody who loves like Diablo three. I love grindy shit. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's fair. It's it's fair. fine to grind if it's fun and there's some yeah, yeah. reward for doing it. I you know it, it felt gives, like punishment. It gives you like you grind for an an item or mod, right? Then it's like or even like upgrading your cyber deck, and it's like oh, we're gonna give you like point zero three percent more of this. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. you, yep. fuck you. Yes. Like you can't make this Yo, how, feel more you, worthless. Like, there wasn't anywhere you could actually go and buy like to upgrade your cyber deck, right? Only the augmentations. Go, so when you go to like the hacker's right? den, you can upgrade yeah. your cyber deck. So there's like a a den of like hackers the blue guy, like mm-hmm. that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can upgrade your cyber deck there. I think they're a pickup though. They're not like a buy. Like you pick right. up. Right. Yeah. Upgrade. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay, that's what I thought. I'm pretty sure that's where I got my upgrade. So I was just no, wasn't sure if like it's like a vendor you could go to. No, it's it's like a world pickup that you. So what it also it was, does it was super annoying. Well, it pissed me off because, and then I'll yield. But like one of the missions that you get really early on goes asks you to go to the Black Lakes area, right? Yeah, and you get to the gate, and it's like you don't have a clearance level for this, and it's really early on. But what it requires you to do is go through like the fourth story mission when you go to the hackers den and you pick that cyber deck upgrade up and then you can get through the gate. Like yeah. your clearance levels are based on your cyber deck level, which does not come easy and does not come immediately. So don't even no. give me the mission. Like don't even let me look at yeah. it if I'm not even right. close to right. accessing it. Right. Was like, that a side mission or what? Yeah, it was a side mission. It was like, yeah. hey, go investigate this did. area. Literally the Black Lakes area, I think is what it was called. Yeah, yeah, and I got to the gate really early on because I was trying to do my like Skyrim shit where I clear side quests and stuff before I go on to main missions, and it was right. like, oh hey, fuck you, by the way, and I had to look this up. I was, you know, it's like, when do I get this upgrade? And they're like, yeah, like fourth story mission, and when you meet the blue guy, and you get a cyber deck upgrade, and I was like, get the fuck out of here. Like, how do you, do yeah, you just give it to me like right before that mission? Yeah, starts. How is it even available yet? Right. <laughs> but anyway, I feel like there's definitely a lot of that stuff in that. It was just like poorly structured. Um, well, Johnny, what do you got to say, man? I mean, I, I gave this game a lot of chances. Uh, I hated the, the load up time for it. Uh, I was having more fun grinding fucking shiny Pokemon and sword and shield as I was waiting for the game to load up. Uh, and it just every fucking time it would either crash every 30 minutes or even in co-op when me and Kyle were playing together, we did the, what was it? The second story mission and the game soft locked and didn't spawn the enemies that we needed to kill. And you couldn't progress. No, I had to restart it to actually spawn the enemy on top. And then on top of that, it was the training area was. Shit too. I finished. I finished the entire training area, and as soon as I got to the elevator, it crashed. Jesus. Yeah. And then, <laughs> so I did a few more missions too, but it it was just constant. Every thirty minutes, crash, and then I'd have to wait five minutes for the game to fucking load up too. I was just done after like the sixth time I tried it. Yeah, dude. I don't blame you. <laughs> no, uh, but yeah, I'm on the new gen console, so the five minute time was kind of. <laughs> ridiculous Dude, yeah that's insane especially like, it just literally came out a month ago like, yeah yeah like crazy, i man. i like the all the visuals all like all that top-down shooters uh i like the like playing uh call of duty zombies that were the arcade ones i like those too yeah. uh the twin shooters all that but yeah just the constant bugs with this game just really turned me off of it yeah, dude, for sure. I feel like we can definitely relate with you there. Um, you had like five minutes, which is half the loading time the original consoles did, and it's still unacceptable. Yeah, man. Like, yeah, like brand new gen console. It's crazy. Well, dude, when you've got massive, you've got massive games like you know, like Dylan, I was playing Dark Souls, or you talk about GTA, you know, and mm. uh, or games that have a, a lot of uh, environment destruction, like any of the online shooters. You know, Call of Duties, like Battlefield, um, any of those, and yeah. you know they don't they don't seem to slow down and crash. You know, so like definitely not on? with this consistency, and no. they don't take <laughs> fucking fifteen minutes to get into. 
Like yeah. when you boot up Warzone, you may have like a three minute wait to get in on an older console and that's it. And that game is like 196 gigs. Think about even yeah. control, like with the fucking yes. ray tracing and like you're ripping chunks off the wall at random and shit. And it's like handling all those physics. That's like yeah. Borderlands with all the like the bullets for like the when you hit something all the spread or whatever too. It doesn't it doesn't seem to slow down the game either. Yes, it's because it's yeah. a well optimized game, right? Yeah, and it seems they, like well, those are bits of polish that fall apart with it being eleven people instead of a AAA studio or some shit, right? Yeah, yeah possibly. Yeah, maybe, right. You know, maybe with some updates, um, maybe it could be a good game. Like I can see a good game in there. I know we're going yeah. in on it, but like yeah. I can see a good game. No, yeah, and that's what I wanted to say too. Is like we're definitely going ham on it, but like it is like a really fucking pretty game. Like there's a ton of detail and like all the scenery and like the setup for everything is like it's really cool. It's really well done. All that stuff. It looks great. Sounds great. It's got dope music in it and everything. But it's just so damn buggy, man. It needs like it needs it needs some fixing for sure for the for pretty can't take it you know all the way it's gotta evan and it's I gotta were, be playable evan and i were in this part where it's like super mundane but like where a bridge blows up in the background and like the particle effects and like how it was raining down debris and shit yeah. was really pretty i was like you know this is a cool looking effect it, it's got some right? real cool like scenes and graphics and animation to it and everything and there's yeah. one part where you're going through and uh your your camera switches from isometric to you know just like straight on at the side and you're kind of side scrolling across the street screen and in the background it's all just like these glass windows and you can just see all this cool shit going on with the planet in the background and that was like really cool really well done um, and I wish they put a little bit more of that in the game too, but, um, yeah, Actually, man, dude, they so use buggy. that trick later on in a few fights and it's cool because it feels like an old school martial arts flick or some shit. Where, like, yeah. The, the camera's the moving around and, and shit. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like they do a really it's, good job or like even early on that, like early shot where you're walking across the bridge and it zooms out to show you like the scale yes. and, and shit. Like they do. A yeah. Good job yeah. Stuff. It did. It did have some cool camera work to it. Although sometimes, uh, the camera would shift, like I'm going the right direction. Right. And the camera would shift so that like, I'm holding my stick down, walking in the direction I'm supposed to go. And the camera is looking at my guy head on. So I can't see anything that's coming at me. <laughs> All I got is my radar to know if there's anybody fucking coming. And that was intentional, right? Because, like, they have the camera work in there. That, that that was definitely intentional. It's like, why the fuck can't I see where I'm going? Why am I, was my back to the where I'm facing? Like, it was fucking, it was just annoying at, at times where it, when it would do that for sure. But. Yeah, man. Um, so you didn't even really play it all that much, did you, Johnny? Nope. I uh, I kind of gave up pretty quick after it was crashing and soft locking on me, like, constantly. No yeah. one can blame you. Yeah, right. Yeah. Normally we'd give you shit, but this month I guess you're going to pass. Fuck. <laughs> I know, man. He's <laughs> like, the uh, Dude, I, I, I started this game pretty soon so I could actually finish it, too. And then I was like, nope, I'm fucking done. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Well, uh, so Justin, why don't, why don't you give us your piece? It's like you guys say, like if, in like Evan was just saying, I could see some patches cleaning this game up and making it more playable, and then it. But even then, like you were saying a second ago, Lane, like prettiness, it is a very beautiful game, and that doesn't carry you home. Like, yeah, it's it feels like a hot blonde at the club, like real gorgeous, <laughs> but like 
only skin deep zero substance dial over substance dial over substance 100% cause yeah all the side quests like yeah the fact that I'm consistently unlocking side quests that are 20 levels above my fucking character level like why yeah, is that cluttering up my list I don't need that <laughs> you know honestly I didn't even pick up too many side quests cause I wanted to like just mainline the story to get through it as far as I could um I did start picking up a couple at the beginning, but it, I like I didn't get any direction to it. Right, I, one of them was like some um, I can't even remember what the fuck the side quest was because I like picked it up and like tried to pursue it and then uh, couldn't or something. But um, now I'm guessing I was probably just not high enough level. I hadn't gotten to that part in the game or anything yet because I was like I don't even. It was like kill somebody with like this certain thing, and I was like looking through the controls like how do I. How do I do that? I know which one you're talking about. I know yeah. what you're talking about, too. It's, it's 20 overpowered kills. And yeah. I, never, mm-hmm. I got to level I like, 20 in the game. I got what? to level 20 in the game, and I never got one overpowered yeah. kill. Yeah. I don't know. Like, you have to go and die, though. Dude, oh, it, it, okay. the game doesn't tell you. And look, I don't mind not having hand-holding, but there's yet another example, right, of, of how unclear the game is. And look, I'm fine playing things that don't have hand-holding. I actually prefer that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But there's a difference between something being obtuse, right, and and explaining shit, right, and something being sort of puzzling, right. Uh, but that's it. Yeah, that twenty overpowered, and again, nothing that's super important, right, to the actual oh, yeah. meat and bones of the game. But yeah, it's a um, it is it is a um, item that you have to go and buy. So it's one of your tools. You know, how you have the grenades and things like that, right. Oh. It's this. Uh, it's a drone, right? That'll buzz around, buzz around. and he'll he'll um, he'll throw some sort of stasis on them, right? Oh. And then you can go up and just pump them full of whatever, right? The yeah, fucking right. shoddy or whatever, and it like overkills them, basically, right? Is what gotcha. that is. Uh, but again, like so I had to look that up because I was like, what am I doing wrong? Right, dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was another thing. It's new, so you can't even really look that much shit up. Like, I'm trying to figure out why some of these levels are gated to me and stuff. And it's, I have to do a story mission, like y'all are saying. And then I figure out, like, oh, okay, here's this location I've been trying to find. Or, like, who did any of you guys make it to Y Corp when they get introduced in the story? Absolutely no. not. I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, there was a couple of fights in the game where it straight up felt like it was forcing me to try to play multiplayer. Like, I only beat one of the fucking fights in the main story missions because I happened to level up halfway through the fight and it restored my health bar. And I still only cleared it by, like, fucking five health. And I lowered the difficulty from normal to easy in order to deal with this fight and was still getting curb stomped for, like, an hour or some shit. Yeah, there's definitely some parts of the game that were just way too fucking difficult. It's like, I mean, why? I got boss. I got boss gated too, like that, and that's when I eventually stopped. Did you? Was it the spider robot by chance? No, this one was like a ship, like a gunship. Oh yeah, like the. I think it was. So I'm looking at it right here, the havoc, um, where it was like this hovering gunship. Oh, it wasn't the mech. No. Okay. Um, And I, I straight up got gated at that because I could not pass it by myself, and I don't think that like. Any reasonable amount, you like in games like this, I feel like you should be able to mainline it and still beat mainline bosses, right? Yeah. Like you should not be forced to go and yeah. now clear all of your side quests in order to facilitate that via experience or mods yeah. or whatever. If yeah. I'm properly yeah. leveled for the quest I'm doing, it yes. shouldn't be that yeah. fucking impossible. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> 
some of the it's like I'm level twenty. I'm level twenty two, and I'm just getting smashed by this fucking fight yeah. over and over and over again. And what yeah, did you think about the? I'm sorry. What did you think about the ammo system? Bullshit. I liked that I never had to pick up ammo. Yeah, I liked that I didn't have to worry about running out. Yeah. Yeah. For the certain amount of firefights you have to be in, I'm glad I didn't have to deal with that. Exactly. Sometimes I feel like surrounded from all sides, and I would have no idea what to do. I said no. bullshit. What did but you I was think thinking about the health system? Oh, <laughs> dude, I yeah. the health yeah, system. Yeah, why do you ask? Yeah, why, do you Evan, ask? why do you ask? I was just wondering. It just felt, you know, it, even though it, you can get overwhelmed, it's just so easy to, you know, spam everything. Oh, yeah. Right. True. Um, I don't know. I, I kind of had mixed feelings about it. Um, I, you know, um, I think that it felt like it added to the, the boredom for me. Right. Like it, it makes it kind of monotonous. It's yeah. not having to manage things, more you know, I mean, less ammo, like, you know, and like make me have to <laughs> yeah. pick up ammo and give me a little bit you more know. health. Right. Like I can deal with that. I feel like that's the proper balance for a game like that. It's like, give me more frequent health pickups based on my difficulty, like, and scale it. Right. And not make me have to buy it from a fucking vending machine. Right. In the yeah. middle of a mission. And then they give me like a limited. Wrong. Yeah. Yeah. And then give me a limited ammo. Like, and I'll, I'll pick it up, you know, from enemies or encounters because I'm more willing to engage in them if I have more health. I was finding myself like Dark Souls rolling out of some encounters entirely. Yeah. Like, I'll I just roll away. So yep. much. Like, yep. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, that, that's how I felt like I was going faster to move in the game, too. Because yeah. I was walking so slow. I know, the lack of sprint hurts. So another big gripe I had with it too, and I don't know if you guys noticed this, maybe I just was a fucking moron and never figured it out. But the augmentation system, you could only ever use one augmentation, or no, you weren't able to like, during a fight, select, but you could equip two of them, right? You could have like yeah. missiles and a strong punch. But I couldn't ever figure out how to choose. Am I using the missiles or the strong punch? It was just I clicked the two buttons and one of them just fucking. See, that's the fucking thing, time. dude. I know, I know what you're talking about because when it tells you how to use your augmentations, it says LB plus RB. It's one or the other. <laughs> oh, yep. One of your augmentations <laughs> is assigned to RB. The other one's hurt. assigned to LB. Yep. Yeah, it's, and it's they both. Another, they both. And it's just another. It's another thing that's like it, it's an yeah, eleven do. dev team problem. Like if they've got a shit ton of people play testing it, if they have a whole play test QA department, they catch yeah. that kind of shit. But instead, it's eleven people, and it's massively ambitious. And I'm really fucking impressed. It's like every for, for eleven people. For eleven people, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> like, but dude, no, I landed that same thing. I was like, okay, because the first two augmentations you can even get is like the power punch or whatever, and like the loot drone. I think. Yes. And so I was like, go to power punch and my little fucking loot drone goes out. Also, that guy's fucking useless. Okay. Doesn't do shit. <laughs> and so I just was so confused. And like I said, I was going through my controls, trying to figure out how to get the overpowered kills or, you know, whatever. And I was like, oh, augmentation one, augmentation two. So not just both at the same fucking time. <laughs> like, I also didn't yeah, like the fact that they didn't give you like a limited amount of grenades, but they put it on a timer. Like, yeah. give me grenade yeah. ammo. Right, and then allow me to expend it how I want, and then make me it's pick it up. Not even a timer. It's a it's a recharge it, it, meter. Yeah, and it, it depends on the damage any you kind do of reasonable fucking rate. You mm -hmm. can use it like once every five minutes. Like, yeah, it's, it's very slow. 
It doesn't even kill anything half the time. <laughs> I'm sure that's a meter that they want you to, to no, expend you points into or some shit like that. You can't like even aim your grenades seconds. either. Yeah. You know what I mean? You just throw the grenade. Like, there's no aiming to the grenade. It just, there's no distance. It's just like fucking lob. Fucking. You kind of have to start to learn to gauge, you yeah. know, the distance where I'd be running away and throwing it you know, the same <laughs> time. Right, dude. <laughs> like running towards it and you throw it and just run into it or something. Yeah. Like, literally. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's so close to being like cool to play, but it's just fucking. I feel that. On the, all the small details that like, Make a game playable long term, and that's yeah. all I have to say. Big case. Well, yeah, Kyle, what do you think, it. man? Give us your opinion, your op-ed. Now that I know that eleven people made this game, I can't really shit on it as much <laughs> because I thought story <laughs> was boring. the The voice actors, like when I tried to like listen to them when they were talking, I had to click on certain things. I thought they were slow, boring. They just didn't seem like they were even into making the story. <laughs> the customization I thought was stupid. There was like nothing yeah. really for you to customize. So I was yep. like, what's, what's even the point of even customizing your character, especially with the random stuff that would just equip to you? Yeah, so you, like constantly, that. you like constantly picking up shirt skins and this and that, but you have yeah. to go under the fucking knife at a vendor to change your shirt. Yes. And even then, I don't even know. I thought you were picking up skins for specific shirts. I didn't think you were picking up different shirts. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I don't know, man. It, oh, custom- yeah. When I when I first saw the customization options, I was like, "That's really it that you have." It's like my character looks ugly and dumb as shit. <laughs> and then right. I also felt like when I was looking in the background, every character in the background is exactly the same. It all looks different. So like. I was they like, get away with do you even try to even do the edit for it? It's no, like yeah. dude with hat and dude with different hat and Yoda-looking yeah. alien short man. Everybody <laughs> knows all Procflamites look the same, okay? Oh, <laughs> oh, no, you can't say that, Justin. You can't say that. We're canceled in different, in different clusters, bro. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. I was telling yeah, Johnny when we first played the together, though, we were like... When we walk in to go talk to that guy in that nightclub, I was like, "Look, the two freaking people at the table are exactly the same. They got the same <laughs> hair, the same outfit." That's bad. In the, in the cutscenes, they even have the repeat fucking. Yeah, it was a lot of copy and paste the whole yeah. time. And how, yeah, how much bad. of a missed opportunity was it to not be able to play as some of the other uh, character models? Like oh, yeah. you yeah. Human, human being, like yeah. they already have the models there, and and the mm-hmm. the world is a watch with these different races, right? It's not like yep. it's a human colony or something like that, right? Um, I thought, yeah, like I, that just occurred to me. Evan, like, why not make those yeah. others? Evan brought up <laughs> a good point too with the elevator or the fast, or sorry, the metro, right? Where every time you step into the metro, it's the same characters in there, it's and the there's same, also like, yeah. doing this but there's also like no dialogue that you can do with them. Like you could have no the engagement. same characters in there. But have them do like a dialogue based on where you're at in the story or something like that where they talk yeah. to you and they're like, oh, hey, this is shit. Or like, you know, something like that where I can at least go yeah, and talk like to them, you know, or something like, like background that. Background dialogue or something. Yeah, too. like have them Throwing talking to each dude, other. Yep. Some dude in the corner with a cyber saxophone. In the taxi. Would, they would do that in the taxi. They would have the great, Grateful Abbott news guy. Like, yes. Uh, you're in the background chatting about what yeah, you've been yeah. doing. Like, yeah. But there's like if you try to make this feel like a populated world full of all of these people, which they did, like I feel like they got away with that a little bit. 
like part of that is people interacting with each other yeah. or with yeah. you right and um you can't have this like mass effect soulless elevator um wait time kind of thing oh, happen it was like, like an awkward moment in the elevator because every time you're in Just, the citadel in mass effect yeah. right you go up this massive elevator and it's really a disguised load screen right is what it is yeah, but right. you'll hear the news guy talking and they're like that's about it that's a real old trick that's a almost a decade old now like yep. you gotta figure out a way even if it's text bubbles bro and i'm reading text bubbles they play rick ross on the elevator they can do that space rick ross yeah it's exactly it some shit i'm saying get get some street performer dude with a cyber saxophone in the corner with his hat on the ground playing for or just or just let you kill while you're in the elevator you can kill civilians why not have fun and just murder while you're leaving part of the world that felt empty to me was like i could walk up in a market and just grease everybody fucking in there (laughs) nobody cares at all everybody's yeah The, the easiest way to fix that is just render them different colors too. And Mass Effect did that with the Citadel too. Yes. I mean, they were yeah. just different colored armors. Yeah, and yeah. an easy yeah. fix for that, which is sufficient. I mean, again, eleven man team, right? So I mean, right, right, right. right. You know, that's just sort of one of those things. It's easy to bitch about it, but you know, again, maybe with you know some patches and updates, they'll flesh it out a little bit. Yeah, we need a lot of incentive to go back to it. I, to be oh, fair, yeah, I'll bitch. Sure. I'll bitch about the soulless feeling world, but like, <laughs> there is almost too much voiced dialogue when you're talking to characters and uh, missions and shit so like that. Bored. Like, it's a lot. Like, I think yeah. Kyla touched on it a little bit, but I was like, I, I don't care by like mm-hmm. dialogue four, right? With this character, I don't give a shit. Right, I don't need any kind of extra like anything at that point. Just like let me go. You don't, right? you don't need the fluff or anything. No. Well, yeah. But anyway, did you? How far did you get, Kyle? Did you get uh, pretty far into it, or did you stop? Um, I got to where Johnny and I bugged it, where Johnny didn't couldn't even load like the enemies. But I got so bored of it. I just didn't find it entertaining to me. I I tried. I like the one thing that I liked about it was when you had a mission, you had that waypoint that would guide you to where you were. But yeah. once you're done with the mission, you don't have that guide anymore. So you're like, where, where do I go? Yeah, you well, have to it literally never, go. It and... didn't seem to really tell you because the the all the levels were like tiered, right? Yeah, three or Back four on top of each other. Um, and there was, you know, the thing never really indicated. Which it could have been easy to do. Like red is lower, green is upper. You know, Dude, that was one of my biggest fucking complaints with this thing. I go into the map to try to get to a bar, right, to cash in my bounties. And I'm, like, standing on the bar. I'm like, where the fuck is this thing? And it's like, oh, it's yep. probably on the fucking level below me. So I go down, and I'm looking around. It's like, oh, it's on the fucking mid-level in between the top level I was at and the bottom level. Then. It, like, there's no distinguishing. Like, all the shit is just on the single layer, no matter what tier of the world it's on. And it's that's fucking sucked to had, me man like that this, just was like one of the worst things i've ever seen in the game i had this mission where it took me to a really large freight elevator that traveled diagonally up the wall right and the mission marker yep. like it says it's at the top of this elevator and then as you get halfway up the elevator the mission marker descends right so it's like <laughs> what it really meant was that yeah. there's a door down by the freight elevator that takes you halfway up where the freight elevator goes that you're supposed to go to there. Right. But like, there's no indication of that on the map. There's no, 
There's, well, and they do have that little, you can click the down button on the D-pad or whatever to show your little path, but like, it shouldn't be that hard to figure out, right? <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, if I'm needing that in a game that's an isometric top-down where I can see a good bit of the map around me, like, that's not yeah. great. Like, yeah, I can see a first-person or, like, a third-person game, like a Dark Souls game or a Mass Effect game, right? Things like that where you may need a bit of a GPS because you're in these hallways and shit and you don't have a lot of view, right? But yeah. I should be able to see it in the, in a game like this. Pretty, yeah. Pretty right. plainly. <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah. Um, I like the firefight mechanic too. I wish they would add you can like press A to stay behind the cover instead of saying crouch and trying to move around. Mm-hmm. I wish they would add yeah. that now. I mean you have to hold I think left trigger to aim higher or right trigger just so you can hit higher enemies. But also the firefights made it seem like it was also impossible to try and win at times. And so the enemy they felt overpowered. They gave you the option to shoot up and shoot at mid-level, right, and then crouch to shoot down, but you can't shoot down fucking stairs, which yeah, is bullshit. Yeah, you can't shoot down yeah. like Oh, yeah, I forgot about so, that. It's like I'm playing Doom in 1993. Yes. Like, what the fuck are we doing? I can only yeah, shoot in like, front I, of me, like, or, you I know. I can shoot whatever. dead in front of me. I can shoot a little bit higher to shoot over smaller enemies or over cover, but I can't, like, shoot down a set of stairs. Fucking steps. Like, yes. yeah, if a full-size enemy is down four steps from me and I'm just shooting regular, I'm shooting over his fucking head. Like, what the hell is that, man? Yeah, that was yeah. super. I, uh, I didn't enjoy it as much. Um, a lot of the work, but like now that I learned that only eleven people made it good on them has potential. But I immediately uninstalled it and already started going for the next game of the month. <laughs> yeah, I did the same. Bro, dial it back, Jesus Christ! <laughs> I didn't say what it was. <laughs> well, yeah, man. Uh, well, Dylan, what do you think about it, man? We've already all said a good piece about it ourselves, but do you have any specific <laughs> thoughts you want to say? Yeah. I hope uh, he likes it. I, I, yeah, right? I love this game. I don't know what the fuck you guys are talking about. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, a couple of things. One, I I appreciate the aesthetic. Right? We'll start with like the yeah. compliment sandwich, right? Like I'm a big <laughs> I'm a big Blade Runner fan, right? And that whole cyberpunk blade runner aesthetic is very cool to me big holograms of people talking you know like uh advertisements and things like that i i like all of that i think that the color palette in certain places is really effective so like when you're in markets and stuff like that and seeing all the neon and shit like that is really effective but when you're going into like a mission right and you're in those like outer lying areas the color palette's really dull like there's there's very little there's very little mm-hmm. variance in color palette. It's just dark, yeah. right? It's like drab. Yeah, and I'm just like I, I don't I don't enjoy being in a dark world all of the time like that unless there's something to throw into the mix that makes it interesting. Mm-hmm. A huge huge complaint was the one we talked about with the shooting downstairs thing. I know it seems mundane, but I'm like this is just not okay. Like you can't. Dude. I shouldn't Mostly think for how games are now that they can fix that. I, sh- I shouldn't have to be on the stairs with you at the same height to shoot yeah. at you, right? No, like, the the, the only like problem most- with that too is that the enemies could shoot you too. Yes, 
Yes. Yeah, that's the biggest problem with that. Plus, like, they're and, approaching you. Your whole fucking gimmick is built around, like, maintaining cover properly and shit, but I, I can get <laughs> approached by enemies and can't even fucking hurt them. Yeah. And a lot of these, like, engagements, especially when you're fighting whatever the fuck they were called, like, the little mutant dudes or whatever, like, a lot of those engagements, they're, like, little mini horde situations, right? So, like, you'll be being chased by, like, 30 of these dudes, and you're on top of the stairs, and they're down the stairs. You can't hit a single one of them, but they're all just shooting at you. It's like, man, what the fuck? Yeah, I, you know, there, there are some combat-related things far, far less health than you should be getting, and you're having to spend money for it, which I don't like that mechanic. Yeah. Um, there's a certain enemy in the game that has this big hammer, right? It's this big oh, alien yeah. with a big hammer, and they mm-hmm. hit the ground. Right, and it can hit you from like eighty feet away, but it gives yeah, you yeah. no visual indication of like if you're in the blast radius or not. It just yeah. kills you. There's right? no yeah. like little shock wave. Yep. There's no nothing. They it's, just hit the ground, and if you're in that fucking path, then you're fucked. It's hit me from like, for, I'm at their side. A long right, ways. I'm at their side. Oh, like side? Yeah, like I'm <laughs> like, not behind them, but I'm at their side. Like they're not pointing directly at me, and they hit the ground and it's fucking killed me i think yeah, there's that, like, that that's cheap there's no indication if there's like a spread on it or no. if it's no. a straight line no. or if and there's like a any- radius no and it can hit you anywhere on the screen that dylan and i were playing it's the first major uh battle you get yeah. into with the storyline and um luckily he was you know we were playing together and i'd already played through that but um you know i i kept replaying i think it was probably like my third respawn I was like, what is hitting me? Why do I keep dying before I finally realized that it's those fuckers? You know, it was the hammer strike. Yeah. Um, you guys also ever get, like, right when you respawn, a boatload of enemies already waiting for you yes. right at your re. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. No, actually, I never had that. It would always put me outside of the area where I got fucked and I'd have to go back into it. That's <laughs> fucking, that's fucked up, though. <laughs> like, yeah, I know. I, I think it's interesting that we've all had weird, like, different bugs. Yeah, yeah, right. There's not not we've had consistent bugs, but we've all kind of had our own weird. That's what happened to me when it was for like Dylan's instant yeah, bugs. True. Like right when I died, I respawned. Like three of those hammer guys are already waiting for me, and I'm like, I, I can't win. Yeah, there's that's fucked up. <laughs> so I think that there's like a piece of the combat system where I'm gonna I'm gonna try and see if I can logic through this. Right. So they make you go to vending machines to buy health and shit like that. Right. Like your cyber deck is able to hack ATMs and things like that to pull money out in levels, right? But you have to have a certain like spec in order to do that, right? Uh, so, yeah. what I think they were trying to do is really push the decker hacker portion of that onto you in order to facilitate combat, right? Because you're it's your resource gathering. Right, like how do you gather that without those abilities? But that comes from your ice fucking level, though, and yes. you don't get your ice level until you progress in the campaign. Yep, and there's like forty so, of these different levels, right? That all have different triggers for different things. Level. Yeah, like you, have, and not only your ice level, but your but your black ice level and your cyber deck level, and you like all of this, and it just is like obfuscating a, a point of like poor combat mechanic to me, yeah. like. The shooting, the twin stick shooting is a lot of fun. I I don't mind doing something like that. The weapon variety is bad. Like, I don't find 
that I the agree. weapon variety is awesome. Like if I was getting guns that I was like, oh, this is kind of cool, like a laser weapon, right? Or like something that changes up the mechanic a little bit or allows me to like impart bleed or fire or whatever on someone. Like I, I would be okay. They do, have that. do they? Because yeah, I didn't pick up any it's of horrible. that. Okay. I actually did get some pretty decent weapon variety. I think I got pretty I never did. Weapon uh, the only weapon I liked was the assault rifle and the shotgun. See, I played, with, yeah, I played with two guns and that was it. So so apparently like half of the call, right, didn't even catch on to that portion of the game, right? We just kind of but it's but that's a testament to like how it did yeah. not put that in front of you, right? Like it should kind of tell you well i think it comes from a lot of shit being randomized right like a lot of the engagements themselves were randomized like um and i think that's mainly when you're just walking through the world i think is when they're random because obviously going through levels you're gonna have you know scheduled or planned fights or whatever that you're gonna have to get through to progress through the levels but also i'm almost positive the loot drop was completely random it had to have been because i got right before i got to where you first get those guys with the hammer that fight you had to take out like those three dudes with the fucking like heat tracking rocket launchers or whatever remember that yes i do Hmm. remember that one of those dudes dropped their fucking rocket launcher so i was able to pick that shit up and i had that from like level one and that shit was clutch honestly that came in super clutch a lot of the time yeah um, like you know the the item distinction when it hits the ground i don't think is sufficient right like you, it should kind of tell you um you know with with a with no uncertain terms like that this is a weapon and that it's like this class yeah. or something like that right yeah. like i'm not if i got to the point in that game where i was not in the mindset of picking everything up i'm like finish the engagements get the fuck out go to the mission yeah. done. I wasn't like looking for any of that. Right. By the time that I was in it. Um, I, I do not appreciate a payment fast travel system. I don't like it yeah. in any game. Um, especially in a game where, um, there's like five sectors and they're all fairly massive for like what your character scale is. I don't, I don't take that one bit. Um, they give you the metro option, but if you look like in the taxi option, you have more areas to go to in the taxi than you do in the metro. Like, oh really? So, yeah. So there's like, I guess that makes sense. There's more drop-off points for that thing, right? So you're paying for more accessibility, which I'm not a huge yeah, fan. Yeah, it's of. also still lame though. <laughs> I, don't, I don't enjoy that. You know, I I don't I don't dig that. I really <laughs> think that um, there. There's certain games that operate this way where they start like throwing these character names at you with no context and you're just like, I don't really give a shit, right? <laughs> they're like, go talk to Glabula and, and this and that. And then there's just no context to this and I don't care. But his name yeah. is Poon. How funny is that? <laughs> there is some like, there is some sophomoric shit in there that, that I was like, maybe when I was 15 to 16, <laughs> this would hit. Right, yeah. and they're talking about pissing on people and shit, and I'm just like, okay, anyway. you know, whatever. I'm not, I'm not in that point in my life anymore, right? But like the story missions boiled down largely to fetch quests. You know, um, there was really not a lot of variety. If I was like, you know, they're like, oh, hack into this building and sneak in here and grab this and like get out, you know, without like a lot of engagement. AKA right? Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> even that would have been enough variety for me to be like, okay, you know, that's, that's kind of cool. I got to do a stealth mission or I got to do, you know, some things like that. And I, I didn't, 
at least where I got to, I didn't find any of that. The the particle effects and shit are beautiful. I can imagine if you're running like a uh, RTX, you know, 3080 on a computer, the game probably looks pretty good, you know. Yeah, um, right. I th- I think that it was primarily developed for PC play. Um you know, just based on how some of the maps work and the navigation and things like that, it doesn't, it feels like it was kind of retrofitted to Microsoft and in that way. Um, the map is like everyone else has said, not very clear, um, on its intent or where you're going or what you're doing, even with the GPS path that it gives you. Um, if so wait, you could actually mark locations and it would give you a path to it. No, you I, can just I hit that stupid that down D-pad thing. Well, yeah, that's just for like I, if you, mission if you objectives. Had your yes, objective, yeah, yes. I, I didn't. I don't know if you, you guys. Could, did that. I don't know if you know. You cannot you set a away. marker and and yeah, which is fucking you. lame. With how big this fucking world is, how can yes. I not mark a specific location and have it take me there? This place is massive. Yeah. If I, they can guide us to our objectives, they should have already added on there to guide you to where you need to go for well, it takes us an extra shit. button on the map screen you know it's <laughs> you know it's funny is like um you know even if you gave me like an up or down indicator on the little icon that you get when you're when you're playing right where it shows you where your mission mission objective is to show you elevation even that would have been nice right yeah. just, to, just to tell me like oh it's up i can figure out where it is from up right like i i can yeah. do that um you know, uh, but I, I don't uh, feel like, you know, maybe with some more time and polish, things like that would have been worked out. I, I don't see from like a programmatic ex- like perspective how they make the soft locking and out of memory issues go away with any without any like substantive change to to your environment or what you're looking at. Like if you want to make all the textures mud. Then yeah, maybe we can we can do that, right? But it's just one of those yeah. games we talked about it with fucking Cyberpunk, right? Like it's not meant to be on those consoles, flat out, plain and simple. It's hardly meant to be on the new generation of consoles. Like yeah. you know, like it shouldn't even be there because it's gonna like you read out the description today and it had some of that discontent in the fucking description of the game. Oh, literally. Right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> what, what does that tell you? Right? Like, what does that indicate Yeah, literally, to you? it's like, I agree with all the praise, the visuals, combat, yeah. for yeah. the most part, animation, sound design, and I also agree with all the criticism of grinding technical issues and noticeable lack of polish. Like, Except I will say the fail. sound design that they chose for the fucking back, like, background dialogue, the... <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty. It was fucking annoying. Yeah, yeah. I actually kind of funny to say this, but I enjoyed the soundtrack. Um, it's very ghost. It's very ghost in the shell kind of. It was great. Yeah, I don't remember it to be honest. Yeah, just super like pop tech, like industrial pop tech. Just fucking. I think that it fit really well. Um, That was sick. There, there are people who have said online they they go and listen to that soundtrack just on Spotify, right? Because it's on there and and you can listen to it. I bet um, it's a great soundtrack to fucking work to. Just yeah. Put your head down and fucking like grind some shit out it's, for work. It's the fucking pop tech equivalent of like lo-fi hip hop when people put that on yeah. their work, right? So like, yeah. you know, that, that was cool. I think that the character customization is lacking for sure. Um, like Kyle had brought up in unlocking t-shirts, but having to go to a plastic surgeon to get your fucking t-shirt imprinted on you 
I don't, yeah, man. I don't enjoy that. Um, what kind of all. future is that? Um, the kind of um, character engagement that you get from your character is very little to none at all. Right, like you're hearing other people talk at you, but you're not really interacting. You don't have with a them. voice even in cutscenes. Yeah, scenes, yeah right? in, in a meaningful way, um, which can make it feel really hollow. Um, yeah. You know, I'm not a fan of like non-speaking protagonists in games, just in general. Let alone like having something like this where there's a shitload of dialogue and I can't even respond to them in a meaningful way. Um, and there's not even there's not even like choices for dialogue where even if it doesn't change how the cutscene ends is you can't ends you can't just like pick a line and have Poon react in a funny yeah. way and then like okay I'll I'll progress and like pick the the right line and get to the end of the dialogue scene right it was I, just even your responses were like either next or one word answers yes or no like, yep and, and, or or like when he gets done with his spiel and it gives you a bunch of different questions to ask for more context because he just said a bunch of random shit to you like that was it. I honestly think that that simple change really would have made the dialogue less mundane and kind of sure. having me skip through it, right? It's giving me yeah. a little agency. Let me have just a little fun instead of me being a captive audience and fucking trapped in this conversation, right? Uh, yeah. Just like right. a soundboard for this asshole. Like, I don't, I don't think that that's right. You know, um, again, 11-man team things have to be held in perspective but if you're recording fucking hundreds of hours of dialogue for these characters you might as well while you're there give me a little bit of choice right as to Mm -hmm. to to interact with them like um overall um performance issues is what stopped me from playing this game i looked on the guide and i got about halfway um in single player Remember what your last mission was? Yes, I got stopped at that gunship. Um, so it was called um, Pursue the Shipping Master was the objective. The mission is called, I'm scrolling up here really quick, um, Foreign Code was what okay. it was called. I got, and, yeah, that was about where I got to. I got all the way to the end of that mission to the gunship fight, and then I just got level-gated. And it shouldn't have been level gated because I was the proper level for it, but it just kicked my dick in. I agree with Justin wholeheartedly, a hundred percent, in that it wanted me to play multiplayer. Like it desperately wanted me to play multiplayer for those boss fights, at least, right? Um, yes. When Evan and I did that boss fight together, I remember him telling me after we finished it, he's like, "This was significantly easier with just two people um, when instead of me first playing through this by myself, right? Should not be that way." I should be able to play it either way, right, and be comfortable with it. No, there should be level scaling. Like yeah. if you have multiple people coming in. Make or the encounter a little harder with two people even and then you know, for one person make it manageable, right? Yeah. Right. Um I don't know Justin talked a little bit about the checkpointing system, or maybe it was Evan, but I found that it actually saved fairly often. Um comparatively to most games like that when i would die in an encounter it usually put me right at the encounter yeah i mean there was no indication of save points or anything but no i I found an issue with having to replay a bunch i found that the checkpointing was pretty immediate every time i died i was put right back into the same encounter that i was operating in and not put to the beginning of the level or whatever um because that would have been truly frustrating i i would not have tolerated that like if 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 it put you anywhere further away from your encounter than at your encounter, 
I that did happen that. to me a couple times at a specific part um, in the game, but uh, it wasn't terrible. It was just like I I had to fight. I had to go through like two areas before I got back to the area I was I was at, and it wasn't terribly long or hard. There was like a single little horde of you know those feral dudes or whatever in each area. One of them was actually a pretty fucking big horde, which kind of pissed me off that I had to keep replaying that part. But the, the distance wasn't terribly far, though, is what I'm trying to say. But it was still really annoying that I had to go I back. I think I know Chuck, where you had to go back inside and down the elevator every time. I don't think so. There was uh, one fight in particular that was like a main mission fight for me that I you had to go back inside and down an elevator every single time you wanted to redo it. And that was the one that I locked my way through by leveling up. Mm. Like I don't know if oh, I ever got that alone without like just getting a level randomly. Yeah, I think I'll you know try and summarize with like a wish list of shit. If I were if I were to come back to this, right, there'd have to be some promissory notes, right? Like I need I need some kind of manageable performance. You can soft lock every couple of missions if you want or whatever, but I can't be having like out of memory issues as consistently as I was. Um, You're right. I would tolerate a few soft locks here and there um, because I played games like that, right? And finish them. I would need some more mission variety. So like a change in some of the mission structures, like I need to be doing something different than just going and fetching shit and then killing a boss. It's just not sufficient for me. And then ultimately like a little bit more, like if they added some DLC to this and it was another area, just a little bit more variation, like color palette, make me feel like I'm in a different area. I would really appreciate that because even in like the Elysium section of this game where you're at the top level where all the rich people are and you're, com- yeah. I liked the little AI companion, by the way, the sidebar where it comes in and it talks to you sometimes. And it's like, people have a greater yeah. life expectancy up here than down there. Yeah. Right. Like that or kind of shit. Like the, the, uh, what is it? The mortality rate. Yes. Or, like, yes. Like or it's area. like, you yeah. shouldn't be in here. Right. Like this is yeah. you know, like that kind of shit. Like I kind of liked that. Uh, yeah. I thought that was cool. I think the personality as she like as you kept progressing in the game, she became more like aware and became a smarter AI. I thought that was really cool. The the AI companion was my favorite part of this game. Yeah. Okay. Straight up. Yeah. That was like the one thing that I was like, oh I like this. Had a lot of personality to it, right? And I was just like, that's and- that's really cool. Um, I like that quite a bit. But I would definitely need to feel like I was somewhere else in like a DLC or something like that. Um, you know, a little bit different color palette. Um, something that's just not like black, red and dark gray. Right. Like it's not, it's not enough. Um, I'll kind of leave it at that. Like overall poor experience as of right now, maybe with it being on games pass, it'll receive some more frequent updates. Um, yeah you know, and kind of get to where it needs to be. But I also think we may have had this experience because of when we chose to play it. Right. We were like day one right on the shit right after release. Yeah. So I'm willing to forego some of it. Um, and even maybe even willing to revisit it for a small section of the podcast and we can talk about, you know, um, post update ascent and see how it went. But yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm a little nonplussed with it. I don't. I didn't enjoy my time with it. Yeah, definitely, definitely feel you there. Um, 
I think I'll also kind of do a compliment sandwich here, like Dylan was saying. Uh, although I don't know if you ended on a compliment there. No, I didn't. But... <laughs> I ended up having like no bread at the bottom of my sandwich. Yeah. Right? <laughs> bread lane. <laughs> so um, yeah, that's right. See, I got I got a compliment sandwich, so it'll be like his compliment, a bunch of shitty stuff. My compliment, shitty stuff. Compliment. <laughs> so it's a double decker compliment sandwich. sandwich. Yes, I'm down. Um, all right, so one of the things I did think was cool was how the your weapon level remained consistent. Like, if you were to upgrade your weapons and you... I mean, it didn't really affect me too much, but I thought it was a nice touch, I guess. Like, if you upgrade a certain weapon to a certain level, and then you end up selling all of that weapon that you have for some reason, but then later on you come into another one, like, when you get, get it later on, it's still the same level. I didn't that you know that that was persistent, and that is actually yeah. pretty cool. So I like that. I thought that was a cool touch. Um, but it, again, it didn't really affect, affect me too much because, one, you didn't have like a carrying capacity, right? Like you, you could just carry as much shit as you wanted to. So I never was really getting rid of the weapons that I was upgrading. And I wasn't, I guess, too strapped for cash, um, which is kind of a gripe. I mean, I get it. It works with the world that you don't get paid for these missions you're doing because everything's just kind of in this really fucked up state of economic collapse and everything. So it makes sense. You're not getting paid for the missions you're doing, but at the same time, I was like, I'm not supposed to fucking upgrade anything. Any augmentation yeah, I want to get costs 30,000 fucking Unicred. Where do I get 30,000 fucking Unicred? I'm killing a lot of people for almost yeah. nothing. Yeah. <laughs> They're not even dropping money. Yeah, man. Like, Every now and then they'll drop like one or two, like fucking like you'll get like seventy five Unicred out of a fight, and maybe a big boss will drop like fifty Unicred on his own or something, or one hundred and fifty or something. But like I said, any of the augmentations you want to get are like thirty thousand plus Unicred. It's like what the fuck am I supposed to do here? Um, save save all of your money, yeah. Save all of your money. Be a smart yeah, boy. The weapons spend you love. Anything. Yes, like, exactly. that's why they built that mechanic into the game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Contract payoff, sir. That <laughs> fucking that leads into my other thing though was the vendors. Like I hated the fucking vendor system. First of all, the every weapon costs like ten thousand bucks and then sells for like five hundred to a thousand fucking unicred. So you would sell the same weapon for five hundred to a thousand that you would buy it for like sixteen or seventeen thousand, which was fucking trash. Which means you need to um, sell thirty for an augment. Like yeah. is how that kind of works out. That's crazy. And and like I get it to a degree. Like in, in every game you play pretty much when you're selling something, you're gonna get less for it than what you pay for it, right? But I just thought that that difference was just like insane. Also, it's incredibly fucking easy to just sell shit. There's no confirm. It's a single button, and you sold that fucking thing. So, like, I I fucking sold one of my augmentations one time just because I accidentally fucking clicked, and it just was like, yeah, that's gone. I got, like, 2000 bucks, And, again, the augmentations cost, like, twenty five, thirty thousand bucks. 30000 I was like, fucking sick. I just got two grand selling one of my main mechanics in the games, and I can't even buy it back for anywhere near what i sold it for it needs like um, a, a marcus junk button you know what i mean like in diablo yeah, where well, it's like I, mark there was, this there was yeah. a mechanic to like sell all duplicates and uh, for some reason on sell all duplicates there was a confirmation are you sure you want to fucking sell all your duplicates of this item <laughs> well when you try when you have one of fucking something if you just click on it you, it's gone there's no confirmation there's no confirmation it should really be value-based it's like bro this is more than than what you know or it's like currently yeah. equipped or like something like that. yeah man yeah. something like that um Another thing that I thought was missing from the game was just like a basic fucking vaulting mechanic. 
Like you couldn't vault cover, you couldn't vault a handrail. Like I get so not dropping cover. I get not dropping like a full fucking story, but like sometimes there's just a fucking handrail or something in the way, and I gotta go fucking all the way around that shit. Or I, like there was there was one area where it was like you would come down stairs about halfway down, and there'd be like this little landing level with like planters, and you would think you'd be able to just run straight and off the planters. You can't. You, you can't fucking do that. You have to go back and go down the stairs. I just thought it was like super fucking lame that you could parkour. Like yeah, I, like even if you went to roll, there's a barrier there that won't even let you roll off the what? fucking the fucking two foot planter box. You have to go back to the stairs and, and jump off it that way. That's too that dangerous. I could sprain yeah. my ankle. I can't afford health. That's right. I'm on Medicaid, <laughs> bro. Three hundred thousand credits. Yeah, that's right. I'm on space Medicaid. They're gonna take me to some hospital. They're gonna amputate my leg. <laughs> I'm saving up to get a new T-shirt. I liked. I liked, yeah, what, right. I liked what Kyle said with the like confirmed cover button, like in Gears. Like it should have really given you like a confirmed cover and vault, where you can press A yeah, to man. confirm you're in cover, right? And like nudge up to it. Yeah, and then like because it wants you to use that mechanic like a lot. It's like oh, crouch oh, yeah. behind shit. Like, but it 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 makes you like manually crouch. <laughs> And also, I love how they want you to constantly use cover, but at the same time, they're constantly rushing you no matter yep. how much you're shooting. Yes. Them. So, like, you can only you in stay in the same cover while you're shooting that one guy. Meanwhile, you're shooting that guy, and he's just getting fucking stunned back as you're hitting him. But his buddies are just bum rushing you from both sides. Fucking doing a classic pincer maneuver on your <laughs> ass, and you've got nowhere to fucking go. <laughs> Serpentine. Like, you want me to use cover, but I can't stay in cover. Um, one thing, it's not really a gripe. I just thought it was weird that they put this in the game when there's so many other things that you need to work on. Like, there's just a bunch of random, like, interactive shit. Like, there were all those, like, little hologram things around. You could turn those off if you wanted to. You just walk up to one and it says, turn hologram off, and you can turn that fucking hologram <laughs> off. Yeah. Yep. Oh, For no good fucking reason. Like, you it was. Toilets. Yeah, you could flush toilets. You could turn on the sink. Couldn't turn off the sink, but you could turn on the sink. You could fucking turn on and off like little hologram, like advertisement things. And it's like, why did you build that in? And I can't fucking jump a railing or off a planter box or hit guy, shoot guys that are four steps down from me. Like, yeah. it's just like, why the fuck did, was that necessary? It's a weird priority. Um, yeah, it would have yeah, been cool man. if you could have come up and over cover. You know, and things like yeah. that, for sure. And, like, I, I get, like, sometimes the cover is, like, too wide. Yeah, you can't vault that. But, like, sometimes you're, like, it, it just didn't make sense. You yeah. should have yeah. been able to do This that. is literally a handrail. I can jump yeah. over a handrail. Or, or, like, that part where literally, like, you go down the stairs and you run straight onto the planter boxes and you're two feet off the ground and you couldn't even just jump off that either. You had to go back to this. That part really fucking annoyed me. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, my last, my uh, my sandwich, my my bread here, my last compliment for the game. I like the skill point system. I liked how it was only always ever one skill point, right? It, it's not like as you went up, you had it cost like three skill points, four skill points to upgrade to the next level. I thought I liked that it was always just one skill point because you had so many fucking attributes to, to upgrade, right? You couldn't if they if they tiered the skill points like that. How a lot of the times they do, I feel like you wouldn't have been able to like upgrade like the ten different fucking attributes that you had to upgrade and keep them at like a decent level with each other. Um so I did like that the skill point system was pretty can, basic and can I ask you something about that? Yeah. So so I agree in that like 
having one skill point for all of your attributes is very cool. And then like the low cost of entry is kind of cool, right? Like, but I feel like your improvements were so marginal in those that like it kind of counterbalanced that, right? Like, do you think that you would have been okay with spending maybe three skill points in an attribute if it gave you a more like yeah. potent boost to it? For or sure. something but like at the that. same time, you could also just dump fucking three skill points into, yeah. into one attribute, right? Yeah, yeah. I guess so, right. it's I mean, either it, like it apples or that, oranges on that one. It gives like, you that freedom, and yeah. I personally chose to like pretty much keep all of them at the same level. I think my crit, my crit rate, my weapon handling, and my tactical charge or whatever, I, I kept them a level or two above the others. But I, I tried to keep everything pretty e- evenly leveled. Um, but yeah, I mean the the increases from a single skill point were pretty minuscule. Um, but hey, they if you're did. you can, you're right. Like if you want to throw three at it yeah. and get a more substantive upgrade, I guess you could do that. Right. Like that. I'd be interested if you just from the start of the game you just dumped all your skill points into your fucking crit rate. <laughs> just hitting <laughs> fucking critical shots every fucking time just from the get. <laughs> but yeah, so that's that's pretty much it for me. Um now guys, listeners out there, we've definitely been griping on this. But I do want to say, for what it's worth, it got really good reviews from pretty much everybody except us. I mean, Metacritic had it at a 73 out of 100, which is pretty good on PC, 68 out of 100 on Xbox, which is not that great. Uh, Game Informer gave it a 7 and a quarter out of 10. Uh, IGN, 7 out of 10. PC Gamer, 84 out of 10. So it got decent reviews. That tells um, me the disparity between platform. Though. Oh yeah! Right. So like, no, it definitely sounds like it's way better. If on, PC like, gamer is rating it an eighty and Xbox people are rating it a sixty-four, there has yeah. to be some kind of issue there. There's like, some disparity there. Yeah, and then Metacritic is a cumulative score across all platforms, right? So it's like an so aggregated score. Actually, Metacritic gave it broke it down PC and Xbox. So on Metacritic, it was 73 out of 100 for PC, and the Xbox was 68 out of 100. See, there you go. Yeah, like mm-hmm. it, even that, and they're pretty, they're pretty generous. There you go. Not a very big mm-hmm. increase for PC. No. Um, not for Metacritic. Not for Metacritic. Yeah. Yeah. PC Gamer gave it an 84. Right. Um, I mean, I don't, and, uh, I don't even know how much I trust those fucking review places, because I swear yeah. to God. Exactly. Well, and we may I, talk about that later. You yeah. know what's funny, though, is um, when I was looking all this up, by the way, ninety-two percent of Google reviews like your Google will like this game. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Google Google will yeah. rim fifteen hours of it. That's, that's right. Know. Yeah, Google will rim just about anything that's out there, man. I I don't, <laughs> you know, like because we were talking about that with um like rating movies one time, oh, right? Yeah, when we were talking yeah, about yeah. that, and the, yeah. the Google reviews were like off the chart compared to like Rotten Tomatoes and everything else. I don't right? know, but like, I like I like I feel like Google reviews for movies are better. Because it's like, you know, it's like we the people, right? It's like, yeah, yeah Kung Pao is a terrible fucking movie. <laughs> what? It's, it's a pretty fucking good movie. What are you talking about? It's so great. No, Kung Pao, is rated, Kung Pao is rated very poorly, Kyle. If you look at, like, what Kung Pao oh, is rated Oh, I can believe as, it, but it's a beautiful but it's story. awesome. Yeah. Dude, Kung Pao got a fucking 13% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> 14 on Metacritic. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> 87% of Google users liked Kung Pao. See, that's why I like it. That's why I like it for movies, because I feel like it's like a real honest rating from the people. People, you know what I mean? But I, like, I could just see him pulling the nipples off the dummy. Like, 
nipples. You should, if we get to that topic, I would like to just My nipples more look like milk duds. Yes. Again, with the squeaky well. shoes. Yeah, Kung Pao is great, but we should discuss how much we'd pay for this game, because I got a Kung Pao. I would, um, I would pay. Hold on, to finish my thought, though, when I was looking all this stuff up, uh, I was looking through some of the audience reviews on Google, and there's, some, there's pretty fucking great reviews of this game on Google, but, you know, make your own decision, I guess, uh, based off our review and everything else you find. Who but, paid you? Who yeah, paid right. you to write the that? Paid, the more frequently it crashed, so I just don't believe in these fucking yeah. people it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, so good. I loved this game. It's the best <laughs> game I have ever played in my life. <laughs> um, yeah, well, so Evan, what would you pay for this game? Uh, I mean, personally, I wouldn't. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I, I don't think I would pay for the game as it is. I would say, you know, avoid it. Um, or buy it at a huge discount. It is on Game Pass right now, so if you have Game Pass, like you can play it for free. And uh, you know, I think you should. Um, don't take our word for it. You know, this is just our opinion. Um, but you know, who knows? Maybe uh, once it gets some updates, it, it, you know, it might be worth uh, spending a few dineros on. But as yeah. the as the game is right now, uh, I wouldn't pay anything for it. I, I'd say avoid it. Yeah, Johnny. What about you? <laughs> Uh, I mean, if they fixed, like, most of the crashes or whatever, like, the soft locking and all that that I was having problems with, maybe 20 bucks. But at this moment, I wouldn't pay more than $2. It feels it feels just like a mobile game that was too ambitious. Yeah, I feel that. Justin, what do you say? Longer pass until it stops crashing on me every 45 fucking minutes. But once that happens, it could be worth a good $30, $40. I don't know. Okay, yeah, yeah. What do you think, Kyle? Um, I wouldn't buy it. I think it should be one of those indie games that it should probably start at like fifteen dollars until they fix their bugs, and then it goes up in price if it's better. Yeah, uh, Dylan. I actually am right on par with Kyle. I think as it sits, fifteen bucks. Yeah. I think if they added a DLC and like fixed some stuff, I'd pay thirty bucks for it. Like if there was some like extended content or like a new area, sure. and then you know they fixed most of the performance issues, I'd pay thirty bucks, like standard indie title price for it um but right now i would say the best value for money that you're going to get for this game is you either pay ten dollars for it on sale or you get it on games pass yeah that's what i was gonna say man i mean as it is now i i might pay 10 bucks for it if i really wanted to give it a shot but um i mean yeah just fucking play them while it's on game pass and decide for yourself man if you want to spend money on it because yeah see how see how uh, bit by the bug monster you end up getting basically (laughs) we're saving you money get game pass so for those of you who are curious right now as it stands keep in mind this game did just release a month ago on steam it costs 30 bucks standard Uh, indie title price yeah yeah and on xbox uh also 30 bucks so No, no, yeah, not Kyle says no. Definitely <laughs> not as it is right now. Like we were saying, man, go on Games Pass, give it a shot, and uh, if you like it, then yeah, yeah hopefully get Game Pass for out. ten bucks a month and save your money. Yep. there you go. Exactly. We're not sponsored by Game Pass, by the way. So. If you want to, though, <laughs> fucking do it. Hey, I, we do a podcast where we only play games on Game Pass. Okay, yeah, that's right. Microsoft, give me that that money. You're in the you're in the position of like acquiring all these studios and shit. How about you acquire a podcast? 
We'll just, yeah, come on. I'll give you the Google user ratings on this shit. Everything's a <laughs> nine out of 10. I, <laughs> you could buy, you could buy me out all day, bro. Like, Dude, I, could you imagine we start getting sponsors and then all of a sudden our shit goes from hating on a game every now and then to just, this is the best game. I, I have, have never seen a, be- a better game I, than this. And Studios does it again. Boy. <laughs> the same character in the background. By God, that's oh, something new. I just oh. never got sick of that face, you know? No, never got sick of that face. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> so uh, there you have it, folks. Uh, pretty scathing review on the ascent from he- me and the boys here. But if you want to check it out, it is on Games Pass. You can play it for free if you got Games Pass. Uh, if you don't, uh, yeah, Games Pass is pretty cheap if you wanted to give it a shot. Plus, there's lots of other games. If you don't, you're getting bent for thirty bucks. So just yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> Yeah, man, do not even go in for paying full price on this shit, man. Do not. Buyer beware. Uh, With that, everybody, I think we're going to take a little break here. Uh, Dylan's going to serenade you with some trap music, and we'll be right back at you here in a bit after our break. Thanks for the trap music, Dylan. Mm-hmm. All right. Do you, oh, do you remember that one time when I said that and like you didn't put any fucking trap music in? That I do. <laughs> I do was... remember that. I've made sure there's trap in there from now on because of that. Uh, that was so funny. All right. Well, welcome back, everybody. Thanks for sticking with us here. Um, you know how we do it at the last half of the podcast. We kind of go through uh, some discussion topics and everything. Uh, we'll start with yours, Kyle. What's your topic today? All right, ladies and gentlemen, have you ever had that time back when you couldn't have a relationship and you found in a video game, you're like, wow, that is my crush that I will lie to my friends about that I'm in a relationship. (laughs) Well, today's the day I have questions for you all. What was your first video game crush? It could be guy or girl. I'm not hating. It's 2021. What the fuck? If we all just found out right now, Johnny's like Master Chief. Yeah, success <laughs> all his time. The, the dude from Take um, me, John. <laughs> what is it? That zombie killing game? Um, the one in the mall. That guy. He's my crush. Oh. <laughs> the reporter. Yes. Yeah. Frank West. Frank West. Frank there West. we go. Yeah. He's so strong. <laughs> so, for me. I know you guys all think because I'm I love Halo so much that it would be Cortana, but yeah, I'm not gonna lie. My first crush was in Mass Effect Three because I used to watch D4 and they put Jessica Choba in the game, and I was like, "Oh Um, dear God!" For Miranda or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nothing better than uh. 
banging her and kicking her off your ship? Bro, there's there's nothing better than like skin tight space outfits. Like I don't know why oh, yeah. they have to be that skin tight. <laughs> but they do. I it's like it's aerodynamic, high efficient. Second, that Kyle's first waifu was in Mass Effect fucking two. <laughs> oh, no, that, oh, oh, that's the only one I can like really think of. I mean, besides Cortana. That was yeah, when he was coming into like his own as a young man. Right, right. I, mean, I mean, if we were if we were going to get into into depth, I mean, Dylan knew what my first love was, and that was uh, Admin Arkham Asylum with that bat wing. Yes, that bat wing, bro. <laughs> you can't get away with a triple XL cup like that and then not get it past Dylan. Like it, it's just he, strapped, he, it's, he says strapped in and strapped on, bro. You get me? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, all like, day. Strapped in, dropped on, strapped down. Because you <laughs> I, think Dylan, I think Dylan and I were just in shock the first time when we played that game and Bat- we saw how much detail was in that. Batman always has to tuck to his taint because he cannot fit in any standard size cup. <laughs> like, at all. Ever. Like, he's always got to tuck down, bro. That's just not... You can't do it that. accentuated the hell out of my man's <laughs> in that fucking game, dude. We going in order? Are we starting with Evan? So Kyle, yeah, yours was uh, the chick from Mass Effect and Cortana. Miranda. But but if there was a guy there too, I'd probably say Chris Redfield. Chris Redfield's a hot man, for sure. He got big muscles. That's why Wesker's always after his dick, bro. He's like, Chris, I have I have unresolved feelings for you, Chris. I mean, <laughs> see you punch a boulder again. That's right. So oh, manly. <laughs> Yes. Evan. Who is it? Cammy from Street Fighter? Dude, you know me too fucking well. <laughs> yes! Yes! Uh, so, I, I honestly, I think before Cammy, uh, it was Chun Li. Like, I can do, I can remember. Oh, hell yeah. You know, being. Getting the leg lift, bro. Like, I think in and just trying to see her panties and any kind of like animation. <laughs> <laughs> Right, I tell I do that is like I really remember doing that. Do it upper kick, please do it upper kick. Yeah, that's exactly for sure. For sure, Cammy as well, bro. That, so thick that and that thong she wears, bro. It's like a one piece suit. And it's just like you know, bro, t- terribly well. You, you nailed me so hard that I can. Um, but I think if we're talking about like current, straight up. Is to be from near Automata. Yes, absolutely, bro. Fucking waifu all day, and she's always just wearing panties, like straight up. Like you can't get around that. Like, around. like a sword wielding, panty wearing badass chick, like that. Plain and simple. Clothes slow you down. Yeah. Nine armor. You know what I'm saying? That's right. <laughs> the higher you go, the less there is. Yep. Just <laughs> <laughs> like completely called it about that being alive about it. Because I always remember, uh, what was it? Dead or alive fighting games. Oh my god, yes. Or dead or alive extreme beach, beach, beach volleyball. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So like Dylan's first foray into any of that and this is not my waifu pick but i just want to talk about this for one second so i remember back in the day someone allowed me to buy the original xbox copy or dead of dead or alive extreme beach volleyball one right and it was all the dead or alive characters and you're on this island and you played 
volleyball and it was terrible but it was like super lewd right yeah like mega lewd like you could do these photo shoots with them like on the beach and shit you could pick their outfits and stuff it was like a dating simulator but you got to play (laughs) beach ball sometimes i feel like games got away with a lot of shit yeah they they had an 11 man team just for boob physics yes Yes. you get the slightest breeze right and it just like wiggle you know, like it's just a little breeze passing by. You get that wiggle, bro. But and real wiggle. quick, I would like to offer up my honorable mention, right? Which is Vanille from Final Fantasy 13. Sometimes yeah. just oh, about yeah. that redhead, bro. Yes. Yep. Johnny, let's hear it. Baby boy. Marcus Phoenix. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Dom Santiago. <laughs> No, uh, I don't know if you guys remember this character from Twisted Metal, Grasshopper. Yes. Oh my god. I yes. Pull it up. And now no, I have I to re pull it, it I'll up. Send it, I'll send it in the Discord. Yes. But, yeah, <laughs> that, was, uh, that was the very first one that I saw. That's a cool deep cut, though, too. I remember that. Yep. Yeah. Oh, you like the druggies. <laughs> oh, yeah. She looked a little strung out, but that's okay. Uh, it's, it's those, it's those it's fishnets, okay. man. They always get me. Bro. <laughs> she killing it, man. Yeah, that's some like '90s shit too, where people were wearing fishnets on their arms and shit. Yep. Yeah, right. like some. Tri- she needs some trip pants, right? And those those fucking <laughs> those fucking fishnets on her arms and shit. Oh, fucking yeah. horrible character in the game. Hated the shit out of that car, but yeah. If you had to, I like this. I like this pattern of like picking an older one and picking a modern one. So, did you have a modern one? Did you a modern one? Ooh, probably Anya. Anya's I was just about to say Anya. Yes. <laughs> yep. I you would go for a, well, what's her name? Probably, Sam? probably Sam. Yeah, Sam. I like Sam's accent though. That's all I like. Wow! Really. Just because he looks like Dom, he's gonna be after <laughs> Sam. <huh? laughs> I mean, sometimes I question. You gotta look out for him. <laughs> oh my God! Yes, I absolutely. Justin, waifu pick. So I have two, but they're both old. My first is Laura Croft, but you went and fucked that up for me ten minutes I know, before the trap me song too. ended. Hey, yeah. hey! Uh, I, th- I thought about that one too because there was a oh, you there like was triangle. A, there, there, there was a, there was a rumor to get her clothes off or whatever. Too. Yes, there There's was. Old cheek code rumor. Oh. Those triangle titties did it for me, no question. Yeah, Are you kidding me? No. I was about that. That hit the waist ratio that she was rocking. I was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure Laura's why I'm an ass man who likes British accents. I don't know. Love that square ass, man. But then also, uh, going back to Soul Calibur, actually, yeah, Ivy. Ivy. Uh-huh. Ivy. Yes. That was like little kid Justin's first like, casual introduction to a thong. I was and, like, that? That's crazy. That was and so, so much <laughs> physics on that character model, too. with that wedgie the whole time? What the hell is going on here? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I always like question with that character, like when they made her and like they presented it, was they like, you all right, dude? <laughs> no, they were all like, "Yeah, fuck yeah, put that on the board." Fuck yeah! On, I, Can you I get it to go any the, higher? Because that would be great. I have the ultimate semi-modern waifu as well, actually, at all least right. in my opinion. Was Elizabeth this? from Bioshock? Yes, oh, man, that was yeah. gonna She's gonna keep yeah. you alive, and she's gonna also be hot. Son of a bitch! It was the best escort mission ever. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and you didn't have a. 
<laughs> All right, Lane, I want you to go next because I'm going to list off like four waifus. So I okay, don't want to burn through any of your picks. Because honestly, a lot of mine have been said. Obviously, Cortana, she's like the baseline, right? Yeah. Uh, Laura Croft was definitely like my first first. Um, and then uh, I was going to say fucking Elizabeth. But there was also this chick from uh, Need for Speed, the Carbon, that I thought was hot. Yeah, actually. Yes. I forgot her <laughs> fucking name. Though. Lane. What about what? what about uh Need for Speed Underground 2 girl? You know the one oh, who like talks to you yes, and you're like dude. I also thought you liked the girl from uh Saint Throwing. Uh um, yeah. My character. Oh dude, I, I totally forgot about Saint Throw. Hell yeah. I thought that, I thought that was she your was girl. All over me. Your she name, was all over uh, me, man. I, thought, I can't remember her name. I know. Like the bitches. There were no, you're there totally were, right. There though. were three in her, Saints man. Row that were awesome, especially in like the third game. There were there were yep. quite a few. Want to hit him with that that dildo gun? He's you know what I'm saying. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. That, that dildo baseball bat. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> so what? nah, dude, you're totally right though. That Saints Row chick, she was definitely one for sure for me. But Elizabeth as well, because like you said, man. She's just taking care of business. Shoddy. Shoddy is her name. Shoddy. Yep. Oh, yep. hell yeah. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious, Shoddy. Yeah. yeah I've never put yeah. that together before right now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it was Shondi. Shoddy. Okay, that makes more sense. That's gangster. That's more gangster. Shoddy. Bro, Shoddy's like a, a memory name. in my head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, though. All right. Nice. Okay, well, what are yours, man? Is Still it my on? turn? All right. Yeah. So yeah. I got a few Go here. Um, o- oldest one is Tifa Lockhart from Final Fantasy VII. That's like a classic waifu pick, right, for everybody. I fucking love Tifa. She's a big, you know, busty brawler character. Um, and then, I don't know if you guys ever played this game, but um, Lollipop Chainsaw. From back oh, in the yeah. day. Yeah. Juliet Starling, bro. Yeah. Great I, I remember going and picking that up at GameStop day one that night. Isn't, um, isn't there an achievement to try to look up her skirt? Yes. Yeah. yeah. She puts she blocks you. She puts her hands yeah, down. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right. I have a guess before you progress. All right. Bayonetta. Yes. That's one of them. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Bayonetta from the original one because you're oh, like I waiting remember, for. I forgot about Bayonetta. I remember in middle school or maybe early high school coming over one day and the motherfucker goes, You got to watch this game. And I sit down. He goes, Look at this fine ass witch bitch. That's her <laughs> hair. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Watch her transform. Watch her transform. Watch me do this kick. Ready? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I have, I have two more. So. More prevalent and more recent is Quiet from MGS5, um, Metal Gear Solid. So she's like oh, the yes. atypical, the one in the bikini that can't breathe because she breathes through her skin, so she can't wear clothes. That's what they said was the yeah. the reason behind <laughs> behind her being like, nude yeah. all the time. And then another throwback character. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna um, <laughs> this is a deep dive, but prepare. So I remember back in the day playing a game called Blood Rain, right? And back in the day, you had a nude mod for that Blood Rain. And I remember being a young teenage boy going on to forums and installing a nude mod for that game um, because it was like one of the only ones you could get it for at the time. (laughs) 
But yeah, yeah. Blood, Blood Rain, bro. Um, the main character of Blood Rain. And then I'm surprised, Evan, you didn't say Triss from The Witcher 3. Because she's fine as fuck, the redhead. Yeah, all of the girls on Witcher. I mean, there's a bunch of them that... I mean, Yennefer, I'm too. Like, because Bayonetta, like, Yennefer, like, I- either of the... Any of the sorceresses, really. But, but my most um, my most the prevalent, if I had to pick two, would probably be Tifa and Bayonetta. Because, like, one old and one yeah. new. Because those are, like... But there's a... There's a bunch of them that I mean, obviously, all the ones we've named are, are hot. But for me, at least for my list, I was, uh, you know, I was thinking, okay, like, what was my first, right? Because yeah. I feel like that was the question, yeah. right? You know what? Um, you know what? Two surprised the shit out of me that nobody said. Hmm. Katana and Cassie Cage. Yeah, from oh, Mortal Kombat. Oh, yep. yeah. Yep. yeah, I was just thinking, like, pretty much all the one Mortal Kombat game where they wanted to, like, deep detail in their in their breasts. Also, Poison from Street Fighter, too, because you said um, yeah. Ivy, but Poison is, is fine as fuck, too. Poison Ivy in Arkham Asylum was banging. There you go. No one else played it but me. Yeah, no one no one played the I Batman. Played the Here we go. So Here's I looked a, up. Uh, I looked up this list. In the chat. Let's see, oh yeah, yep. <laughs> you know, oh, <laughs> with some like triple H's, bro. Right, uh, it's the same. Back problems, bro. <laughs> talking about wrestling on SmackDown. What are you talking? I'm about? talking about all of it, bro. <laughs> talking about all of it. She needs like the the bra that's got like six hooks in the back, right? Because it's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I looked up this list. I uh, just looked up like, you know, top video game crushes. And on this list is the USA women's soccer team from FIFA 16. Oh, all right. All <laughs> right. The whole fucking team. I mean, <laughs> whatever floats your boat, bro. You can't argue with it except for the fact that, like, they have human proportions. I just thought that was such a funny inclusion on this fucking list because literally all of them are pretty much everybody else we've been saying. And then there's the fucking USA women's soccer team. <laughs> That's a good addition. I'll include that. Yeah. yeah. And, uh... One of these uh, lists has Rosalina from oh, Mario okay. in here, and I'm like, what? <laughs> which, um, uh, which Halo's Cortana? Halo two, two, yeah, yeah. That was a, that was a legit thong. Yeah, that was one of them. Like I was a I was a teenager. I had the static channel if I was trying to rub one out to some actual fucking titty action. So you know, like you had to work with the Modern Warfare two cutscenes from time to time. There was yeah. only so much watching <laughs> watching trip in the rift on VCR tape, bro. Yeah, that's. <laughs> Uh, oh my god yeah you gotta do what you got right the fucking (laughs) sears robot catalog bro go to the brazier (laughs) section well i'm glad none of us said gta (laughs) no one likes to find that hooker on the street i was actually thinking what about the girlfriend from the hot coffee yeah 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 I, true, true. There's yeah. this, so there's this one that I, we it didn't like, say. She's got a good personality. She's got a great personality. Um, there's one she that we didn't. Her a lot. <laughs> there's one we didn't talk about, which is the sister from Far Cry Three. Her, her name's Citra. Um, uh, well, the one no. that the one Citra? that kills no. you at the end. Uh, if you, I don't think she's that hot. 
She's all right. No yeah. one, no one wanted to follow the actual uh, girlfriend of girl in uh, Resident Evil. I'm with you. Oh yeah, Lady Damasco or whatever. The yeah, big, no big vampire. Uh, yeah. She's like the newest one, the newest waifu. But honestly, Step you know, I've been playing Dark waifu. Souls three, and I feel like the Firekeeper's kind of hot. But... Yeah, she banging. Keeper, too. absolutely. Yep. You kidding me, girl? I'm gonna finish this quest. You ain't gonna end up on that stack of bodies round back. I've seen them. Yep. I've seen them. You know what? This list I got here, it does have Master Chief on it too. So. There we go. <laughs> so, so I didn't pick him because you don't know what he looks like. Yeah, he just got. He just got a. He's got a very We all, we all <laughs> left. Oh, that'd be the best thing on Tinder. We left. Yeah. Chief could be a leper under that helmet, and I'd let him have whatever he needs. Yeah. I mean, universe, I'm all right with that. We left one, a big one, on the table here. Anybody want to take a guess as to what this is? Can you um, give us yeah. a hint? Yeah. Like yeah. Uh, genre. Um, so here, I'll give you a hint. It's going to be a little cryptic. So we use the name of this type of game to describe a lot of indie games nowadays. This is going to be a fun trivia thing. You ready here? And then it's ends very with, vague. Ends with like Vania. I was going to say Castlevania. Metroid. Oh my god. Samus. Samus, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. We love Samus Aran. They knew she was a girl back then though too. Yeah, me neither. Also that. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that's how you figured it out because at the end of one of the original games she takes the suit off and you're like, Holy shit, it's a woman. Don't you have to beat it like on the hardest difficulty or something? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. And then after that she makes appearances and she makes appearances in Smash Brothers. That's the picture that they Mm -hmm. use here in the in the list. Two B is rated at number three on this list. From yeah. from two uh, B uh, is on is on this list. Bayonetta is number one. Number two is Laura Croft from the new Tomb Raider series. God, yes, dude. The yeah. like realistic Laura Croft. That's yeah, some yeah. That's yeah. Bullshit. That <laughs> game. That game is great. Yeah. If you guys haven't played that dude, too, I've played through all of them. Sick. I played the most recent one. The DLC going, for the first one is awesome. The Baba Yaga shit. Yeah. The witch shit. Fucking dope. Ooh, that sounds sick. Yeah. I love these like clickbait articles, like scrolling through these and like looking at what right. people have said. Because Cortana, I hope Professor Mirror from New Pokemon Snap pops up on this one. We got some, we got some daddies <laughs> on here. Yeah. We got some, we got some daddy like King from Tekken. Get out of here, man! Yeah, oh yeah. Isn't that one with the tiger mask? Yeah, it yeah. is. <laughs> This one hey, says, what about "Snake, come on now." I know, right? Snake? Yes, when he's younger, though. Right? I like, I like, I don't, I like Gray Fox Snake, right from the newest ones yeah. of the, but I like the younger one. This one is from Breath of the Wild, so Urabosa, the chick oh. with the long hair. Oh, oh yeah. Um, and then oh, this one's got Lady. Why does Jill Valentine is one? I didn't think she Ada, was like Ada all Ada Wong was banging though, though, yeah, from yeah she Evil, was because she was wearing that dress the entire time that red dress yep yeah 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 all right do you see any others on there that need to make it in as honorable mentions here no I think that that's no. about it yeah, yeah. It's, it's like pulling some weird shit now at this point where it's like <laughs> oh this character from I've seen this game but it's like a it's a game called Dream Daddy and it's on um, it's so, on PC and it's like a it's a you know man related dating sim. Got some from Honey Pop. Oh, yeah. Honey Pop, yeah, but that's just easy. That's all hentai, bro. 
Izumi from Dead or Alive is an honorable mention because she's banging. Did you, Evan? Did you ever play Final Fantasy Fifteen? The one with the boys road trip, boys road trip simulator. You're muted. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there you go. Um, no, you're good. Sorry. Um, the mechanic from that game here. Gonna, oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I'm gonna post a picture it, of that in chat too. Yeah, one hundred percent. Here you go. There's the picture of her. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is rule thirty four, and I'm disappointed. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna spam the chat with that die at this point. Because that's where we're at. <laughs> Alright, well, Kyle, well, great topic, you guys letting me know what your guys' crushes were. <laughs> trip down very, very, very revealing. Some people's yeah, right? tastes is uh yeah, there's some specific tastes in there. <laughs> Big lady step on me, right? That kind of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, Justin, I think we're going to do yours next, man. What do you got to say? What's your topic? Yeah, I uh, I got a topic. I'm really curious to hear what y'all have to say about it. It is, what is your favorite game that you ever played that you didn't finish? And how come you didn't finish it? And so I'll start off as is tradition. Mine is actually Prey from 2017. Yes, that's a so, great one. Yeah, I started that game and I got probably 80% of the way through it. I played it on hard though, and it was an interesting experience because I loved it. Like it was such an interesting game the entire time I was playing it. The like atmosphere, the mechanics, the weapons that you're using, that glue gun, the ability to traverse the areas and stuff, the enemies that you fight, like the mimics, how they hide and how the like whatever the hell the phantoms or whatever they're called, like the different forms they could take. It was really cool, and it made me be super tactical because I was playing it on hard, and I had to, like, every time I fought, I had to, like... Blue gun everything. Check out, yeah, and I had to check out the room and see, like, where's explosives that I can lure somebody into for extra damage and shit like that. And then I fucking end up beating... Like, I got to a certain point where I just could not keep going because it was, like, I got so sick of having to plan every single fight and figure it out, like, on the fly yeah. as I was going. And, like, I was level gated on so many side quests because it was just really difficult and it was really time consuming too like it was such a cool game but like i think i just started it on too hard of a difficulty and never had the follow-through to finish it and i'm gonna give you some mad props that is a great pick like that is that is a great not cheap pick for a game that was not finished but like is generally like really well received right like everyone's like oh this is an amazing game and it's a good game yep it was like Bioshock in space, basically. It was so cool. <laughs> yeah, good pick. I never finished that game either. I played the first mission, and I never played it ever again. But I got another one, too. But yeah, that's a good well, pick. Let's start with Evan. Evan, let's yeah. keep going in order. I liked your picture in the Discord, Evan. Yeah. So... Um, <laughs> actually, I actually have a couple. Mine, I'll keep them pretty short and sweet here. But don't do that. Uh, go into you know, go in depth, motherfucker. We got ten. To we're not getting paid for this. Uh, right. Yeah, it's exactly. So, yeah, I got you. So uh, I think the first one really that came to mind uh, when this topic came up uh, was Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> I put so many hours uh, into that game, and never I. It? Bro, so I got all the way to 
Sephiroth at the end, and it was a stalemate. Like <clears throat> I played the I played that boss battle literally for days. Like I stopped. I would leave the that's when you, you know I'd leave the console on all night. I hope it wouldn't overheat. Right, get up the next day. Um, I think I I was at it for a couple of days, man, and I just couldn't make any progress. Right, um, and I never beat it. I've restarted the game uh, a few times, uh, but I've never I've never been able to finish it. as much as I as much as I love the game. Um, I've never finished Final Fantasy Seven. You reminded me of a secondary one that I'll go. I will. I have a second option if y'all run through your lists without hitting it. I I really really like that pick though because I've beaten Final Fantasy VII a few times, and it is one of my favorite games. But it's one of those ones where you get five hundred hours into that fucking game grinding shit out and stuff like that, and then you can hit the end and not be able to finish it. Like you is. Like back in the day, old school games like that that just get, sometimes gave you no option at the end if you did some shit wrong or if you didn't spec shit right yeah. or like whatever you know, um, you can make a mistake a hundred hours back and that will affect how that come game. back to fucking entree. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And they're like, hey, by the way, go back and grind or like reload a save. That's like yeah, way back. Like, well, that's what was so frustrating is he he couldn't kill me, but I couldn't kill him. Yeah, I just kept at it. It, it was. I don't know, I, uh, but yeah, I've never gotten that far uh, in it again. Even the few times that I've re- I've restarted it uh, to finish it, and I guess honorable mention for me, um, two games by the same developer. Actually, I never finished Skyrim. Put a ton of time into that. Never finished wow. it. Right. What? And here's another one. This will blow your mind too. Fallout Four. Never finished wow. it. Oh my god. Yeah. Who are you? Did you just get bored of them, or what the hell happened? Yeah, like, dude, I'm kind of, like, ADD, you know? Not kind of, but, like, I am. And, uh, you know, I'll put hours and hours and hours into something, and I'll eventually, like, I'll go back and finish them, you know? Uh, But I do that with Assassin's Creed, right? Like, Mm -hmm. I'll stop playing it for months. Sometimes, dude, it's been sometimes over a year before I'll come back to, like, a save file. Um, yeah, in a game, that, you know, but it's because I have, you know, so many choices. I have so many titles and there's always new shit getting thrown at me through game pass. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm like, Ooh, Ooh, something new and shiny. Let me go over this this one on stuff, sale. You know? I've always wanted to play that. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, the, that, yeah. So those are mine. I know pretty mind blowing titles. <laughs> I'm surprised. Hell yeah. Johnny. Max Payne for Johnny. Didn't even open it. That's still on the wrapper, man. <laughs> Keep it that way. You might be able to sell that shit for a million dollars in 10 years. You don't know. That's, right? that's a plan. Maybe five point, weeks right? now. It's his retirement. Knows? It's like my Steam account, right? That I'm just like building up value until I retire. Yeah. Uh, no, so I have two. Um, one, I plan on going back to finish. Uh, that's Gears Tactics. Um. Yeah, I just, I just haven't gotten back around to it. Uh, great cutscenes, everything. I love I love that. Uh, um, what do you call that? Turn by turn play. Yep. Yep. And uh, <laughs> the other one is kind of in the same vein: the Mario and Rabbids uh, <laughs> game. I I just haven't finished it because I only played it when I had night work, so I was trying to get my hours in. 
So, <laughs> I would sit in my truck and play that. That's the only reason why I haven't gone back to it because I've been just too busy at work now. <laughs> Those games are so hard to play constantly, though, too, right? Because you're just doing this like yeah. turn by turn. They're, they're always flipping. They're always flipping like tactics, and yep. then they throw in this environmental stuff. But you have to go through it too. Yeah, it's uh, it's constant changing. That's cool. Yeah, those are good picks, uh, Kyle. Um, so I'd really think, and to be honest, it would have to be for me was I really liked Crisis Three, but I never beat it. I really enjoyed the game. I loved the whole concept of the game, and. I just couldn't finish it for some reason. I just sometimes felt slow on certain parts, and but I loved everything about the game. But so I never like beat the it. Story I, was too boring for you, or what? Kind of like the first one and second one were good, but the third one just felt slow. And I even re-downloaded it again and stopped playing it again. <laughs> so it's a two X failure for you, huh? Yeah. I'd say, and then the other one would just be the new Resident Evil. I love it, but it's also very slow. So Kyle needs to be have a gas down, or he's done with your fucking game. Yeah. Yep. If something doesn't happen in six minutes, he's done. <laughs> I'm not punching people like I do in Batman. And this I mean, is we've been boring. trying to get this fucker to watch Invincible for two months or for three months now, and he's like, "Oh, watch it on YouTube. I'll get there eventually." Yeah. I'll watch the. <laughs> it's so good. Though. It's so good. <clears throat> it's so good. And there's gonna be a season two. You're a piece of shit, Dylan. What are your games? I got a. I think I got two. So, um, Horizon Zero Dawn. I played the shit out of that game. The with Aloy on PlayStation, the one where you're fighting robots and shit. Played the shit out of it. Got to the very end to basically where I'm starting DLC, and there's like an end boss and never finished it never went back to that Um, what stopped you it was so there's guys keep skipping the second half of the question you're right so so there's there's a couple of things one like i can't play with my friends on playstation so like it has to be a particular mood for me to like sit down at the playstation and play um he's getting nude why is he getting nude why are you He's getting nude? You're like, answer my question while I take I off my clothes. All over my shirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like really Nobody's cold on my nipple. I was like, this is not working. <laughs> so, so I was basically saying that like I I tend to get on the Xbox more often than not because uh, I'm on with friends and playing games with friends, and it's a hard like um, sell for me to sit down and play the PlayStation out in the living room. You know, and it's the living room TV for us, so it's like okay, usually Felicia yeah. and I are sharing, and you know we're right. watching Great British Bake Off until she goes to bed, and then it's like ten o'clock, and I've got to, you know, I'm gonna play an hour of that or whatever. Like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not gonna do that. So that's what kind of pushed me off. And then I've started both XCOM games and never finished them ever. <laughs> I've heard that. Aren't they like super long? Or They're something? long, and there's points where like. So there's there's resource balancing in that game, and that's what. So if you want a reason why I never came back to that or I never finished it, is because, like, you have your base right. You're having to keep aliens away from citizens and civilians, and like these sectors from falling into disarray because there's aliens invading in those sectors. You're going to Brazil. You're going to Russia to do missions and shit like that. 
but just the balancing act of that is like a lot for me. I'm just like, I don't, I don't, I want to play like the, the gameplay, but I don't want to deal with any of that base shit. Like, I don't want to deal with any of that. So that would kind of put me off, but, um, you know, I, those are my two big ones that like, everyone's like, oh, XCOM games are so fucking sick. Like you need well, to just play because you like them, right? Like yeah. presumably you yeah. enjoyed those games. I love those I love those turn based combat games and I just could never have the wherewithal to to complete them. Um just never got to that point. But yeah, those well, are my shyly, shyly if we'll do you and then if you don't end up picking mine, we'll do oh, you. I got one more for us at we'll the end. We'll do you so hard. I doubt that I'm gonna pick yours. Boo boo. Um well one of mine is uh Crisis too, actually. Kyle, yeah. Um, yeah, I just, uh, I really liked that game a lot. It was a lot of fun. It was a cool story and everything. Um, but I think life just got in the way, and I think I was, I was in college, I think, at the time, and finals and shit happened, and I just started playing, like, Call of Duty or something I could just play, like, a quick couple games of and just be done and get back to studying, and I just never circled back and came to it. But sadly enough, though, like the reason I, because I didn't finish Crisis Two, I never played Crisis Three either. Like I didn't want to play the game that I after the game that I didn't finish, so I just never fucking pick, played Crisis Three either. But um, I fall into that hole too. Yeah, yeah, man, it sucks. Um, one of them, my other one, it doesn't really count now, but it was like the bane of my existence for the longest time, and it was Need for Speed Carbon. Man, that fucking game. I got the to the boss fight. Yeah, the difficulty scaling on the bosses in that game is crazy. The like, final fucking boss, man. I just I got to the end of the game and I had like finessed everybody else in this game with my fucking like sixty-seven Dodge Challenger or some shit that was decked out and I was drifting all over the place and doing cool shit. And uh, I got to the end of the game and I just don't think it was possible for that car to be his car. Like I would be doing pretty good by like blocking him out the whole time, and then at the very end on the stretch, he just. <laughs> I'd be fucked. You want a and, you want a fun piece of something to do one time when you're on YouTube, just on your phone. Look up yeah. someone playing through Need for Speed Carbon, and they have the exact same thing to say. It's the last really? boss. They're like it has to be specific cars. And he, I watched this one literally where this guy was like, "I'm coming back to this to see if I can beat it." Right now that it, I'm an adult and I've played these games, life. like that's I, the fuck, that's literally yeah. my life. So I played that that game. I got that game with the Xbox 360, and I loved that game. It was my favorite game for a long time, and I could not beat that fucking final boss. I did that last race like 50 times trying to beat him, and I could not beat. Him, so I put it down. And when I was in fucking college living with Justin, I picked it up again and I fucking went back. I sold yep. my Challenger. I bought a fucking Mercedes AMG. I decked that shit out. I grinded through all the fucking races I already did, which I got like 10% of the original profit for because I already beat the fucking races. But I grinded through all that shit, upgraded my car, and I went back and I fucking whipped that guy's ass. And I was like, Woo! Fuck with me, dude! Like, let's go! It was the best feeling of redemption and just like vengeance ever man so it doesn't really count now but it was like seriously it haunted my dreams for years my life is complete like years later i would just be sitting there like i still don't get how i was supposed to beat that fucking boss in that (laughs) yeah it doesn't ever tell you it's like hey this may not work bro you need to like (laughs) i know that's not ever a warning like you might want to upgrade your car you need this class of vehicle or any of that also at the end of the game like usually when you beat a boss you get the pink slips for his car i'm pretty sure i didn't even get the fucking pink slips for his fucking car at the end of the game either that was was the downhill boss battle right where you have to go down the mountain well the thing with each boss there was three stages there was a sprint there was a circuit and then there was like the drifting one in the mountain yeah so you had to win all three stages to fucking beat the boss 
And in the drifting one, if he got a certain distance ahead of you and held it for like three or four seconds, you fucking lost automatically. And that was the hardest part. Like that fucking game, man. So fun. Honestly, I'm going to play it again. I'm talking about it. I want to go play. That that gave me another new one. Uh, Need for Speed Underground, the first one had the exact same problem. Where like, oh yeah, you just had to like have your shit tuned perfectly to beat them on straightaways. Yep. Well, nobody stole my second one. So my like actual my throwback game is God of War one. Yeah, yeah. I, I never beat Ares on my own. I've beaten really? that game, but me and my friend used to have his older brother come in and do the like button <laughs> sequences because no matter what the fuck I did, if I, even if I like instead of tapping the button where you like rotate your wrist and slam on. The yeah, you like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. As fast as I, possibly could, I would lose that fucking first like mash sequence. I Damn, have like fought dude. Ares in that first sequence for hours at a time as a little kid and like just mash and circle over and over and over again and the motherfucker never ever loses to me <laughs> like that's yeah that's crazy so yeah i've never actually beaten god of war one on my own yeah that's a good one i don't think Some i've ever beat one sure. or two by myself oh, I, i've never played the god of war games i wish i did oh you're missing out man yeah, yeah. they're great games i wish they'd go back and have they remastered those I think they did. They three. did a collection on the PlayStation Three that was just remasters like an of those. Yes, it was a HD collection. was PlayStation Two. Yeah. So I don't think I have that anymore. <laughs> on the PS3, they did an HD collection with one and two in it, and yeah. it wasn't even like a full remaster. It was just like a 1080p or 720p um, brought it up to spec. But, yeah. Yeah. Damn. Well, yeah, there's some good ones in there for sure. Um, we gotta go back and play that shit. Like, you I gotta know, get dude. your redemption, you know, as Conquer an adult. That's right. Conquer I know. I think, I, I think still Crisis is still lying around. I should go back and play that. I hope it's compatible with the Xbox. Probably is, right? Crisis crisis I, think, I think those Crisis games are back. Yeah, compatible. Crisis would be. All right, crisis, well the old ones are actually on Game Pass for EA. Oh, cool. There you go. Boom, boom. Nice. Um, well, Dylan, what do you want to talk about, man? So had a kind of a question wanted to bring to the panel here um and we talk about it a little bit here and there but i don't think we've ever really addressed it in full but um do you know games media and journalism determine a game's success anymore um and you know the the things that i was thinking of when when i was thinking about this topic is that um there, there is a plethora of game coverage now, right? Like games yeah. media is huge now. Back in the day, it was like four magazines on a shelf, right? And yep. you had like Nintendo Power, you had PC Gamer, and you had a couple of other, you know, Game Informer was a, a big one back in the day. Um, Press Play was a big one back in the day. And um, we got G4 Tech TV at yep. some point which was really, really cool, right? And we... X-Play. X-Play, right? And all of that, like... And that was kind of the start of games journalism, right? And most of that was, like... The shit that was in magazines was reviews of shit, right? It was, like, how did this game do? And I I remember it being a big part of my decision as a young adult whether or not to buy something 
um, because very limited money at that time in your life, right? Like, and now there's 8 million, like we have a podcast about video games, right? There's like 8 million podcasts about video games. There's like 8 million different types of games journalism. And I think that um, like shilling is rampant now when it comes to certain titles and like certain developers and things like that. There's definitely preferences and leans. Um, But, you know, do you guys think that that this is something nowadays that really can make or break um, a game? You know, is it something that still drives your your kind of decision making as a purchaser? You're muted. Muted. (laughs) He's like making me pause. He's like doing the pause thing, like making me like, hey, I got something to say. And then it's fucking right. No, I was just letting you know I wanted to. I wanted so we don't step on each other. Uh, That's all. Um, so sorry, guys. Fuck me. All right. Put all of that out, please. <laughs> no, I ain't up to leaving it in. No, it's bro. Punishment. You gotta learn. You gotta... <laughs> <laughs> sorry. That's so funny, man. Please don't. Um, <laughs> look, okay. You want to count me in? Because I expect you to cut that shit. Hell fucking no. I'm not cutting that, Grandpa. Let's go. <laughs> After that sass earlier, we're gonna count that one out. We ain't gonna count this one out either, motherfucker. <laughs> I'll make a decision. I'll think about it. I'll cut. I'll cut it out. If it's funny, I'm leaving it it's in. It's been too funny. Look at how hard we're all. Of course laughing. it is. Lane's <laughs> choking that wine bottle like a phallus. Come on. <laughs> all right. What were you gonna say, Evan? Um. <laughs> Games journalism has always been bullshit. 100%. I, I, don't, I, I think it meant a lot to you because you were young and impressionable. And yeah. this is coming from what you think is a trusted source. I think as uh, – and you're right. It only used to be uh, uh, just a, a, a few um, companies that uh, actually did game reviews. All of them were paid shills even then, right? There's plenty of examples I guess like, uh, you could say that. Nintendo Power because it's got the name right in the fucking magazine, right? So, like, <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent. So, so, uh, but as a young person, I, I think it. I think kids are a lot smarter now as as uh, the popularity in games has grown, and games journalism has grown, and the fact that we can all kind of talk to each other and we can see reviews online and things like that. I think for the uh, most part, people understand that. Um, like there's always this suspicion, right? That journalists are not reliable, right? Due to, uh, their relation with, uh, these, uh, studios. Yeah. Right. Um, I think it's people understand that now more. I think people knew it, uh, then as well, but, um, no, I, I, I don't feel like, uh, most people, trust that i mean they're actually paid based on how much of an audience they generate on their site how many clicks they get uh not really how much they play or what they play or how they play it um i think you know that's pretty significant i I mean that's kind of what i was gonna say too though is like i mean i see it out there and like 
there was a ton of hate on Avengers when it was fucking coming out, but I fucking bought it anyways because I like Avengers, right? Like, I feel like people are going to buy what they want to buy. How big of a mistake that was. It was objectively bad. Yeah, it's not. They got Black Panther DLC now, and I'm going to play it later tonight because I haven't yet. Just stepping on that man's grave, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Rest in peace, Chadwick. He is spinning in his grave right now. Being involved, I don't know, man. Maybe I'm hoping the Black Panther content is a little bit better, you know? We'll see what happens. And there's been so many updates since the last time I played it, maybe it's just a totally different game. Anyways, it's not the point. Um, no, yeah, like I've listened to uh, you know, I've I've read a bunch of that journalism and like a lot of negative reviews on games that I wanted to buy and stuff, but never really deterred me so much from buying the game myself. Um, I mean. Do you have any like examples of where journalism just crushed a game from the gate? So there's I, I had one I had one like back in the day. Now it has great reviews, but uh Mortal Kombat Shaolin Monks, that one uh it was it was like a beat 'em up game, so it was completely different from what Mortal Kombat was, so I think it got trashed in the reviews or whatever. But I still bought it. It was like it was like twenty bucks, definitely lower price than all the rest. But I, I, if that game came out remastered, I'd still play it because it was fun as fuck. So I have a good example: yep. Kingdom Come Deliverance. Yes, it, it was a good yeah. game, right? Yeah. And they were, you know, out there reading and screaming about it. Um, and it, you know, it hurt it. Uh, I think initially it hurt sales, but um, people. I think there's a lot of like normies out there who didn't pick it up but as far as the community goes you know yeah. the community will tell you it's a good game and the, and and that's nobody, why nobody thank listening God. to this podcast by the way you're not normies you're the community for the record yeah <laughs> well, for sure but, well and that was going to be my point is like now today people have other avenues they have yeah. you know grassroots podcasts like we do there's uh they their reviews at their fingertips uh, especially if you're on sites like Steam, you know, and you can watch gameplay now on Twitch or any mm-hmm. other number of platforms and make your own decision. And it's not just being sort of force fed to you like when we were younger. Right. Uh, and we were depending on those few small outlets to kind of get our information from. The crowdsourcing of information, I think, is an interesting concept, right? Because I do think that that's genuinely changed the game. Right. And the accessibility sure. of it. So having a, a star page for a game and then having the review right on it. Right. And having the stars right on it. Right. And these are crowdsourced reviews. Right. Um, I can come up with an example that is in more recent history that we all played, which was Mass Effect 3. There was well, a yeah. lot of media conjecture about that game. And people will to this day tell you that the original endings were shit to that game. But. I would disagree, right? Like I played all the way through that game. I saved everyone, right? In that last mission. And I actually didn't mind my ending, right? Like, but people fucking rioted about that. And games media reflected the general consensus about the game, like in coverage, right? So it was represented in the way that everyone else kind of felt about it. And I think there was a lot of fear of backlash against the personal media. That's also something that I want to talk about. I'm going to sound like Alex Jones here a little bit, right? But like <laughs> the fact of the matter is, is that like, I feel like games media companies will pull a review. They will re they will redact a review. They will edit a review, 
based on how people react to that review or to that game in general consensus, right? Yeah. So if people are kicking and screaming about the new Diablo game, let's say, because there's stuff that was changed and they just wanted old Diablo and that's it, right? I feel like games media will kind of conform to those opinions. There, there are very little outlets except for outlets like ours and outlets like, you know, like you were saying, grassroots, you know, games that will say that something is shit right yeah like that will just generally say it right i i do listen to a few games journalists but i i know them by name right and it's because i respect their opinions as people i don't yeah i i don't like their organization that they work with or things like that like arthur geese right the dude who writes for wire cutter and he writes and he does his own podcast called rebel fm i super respect his opinion and I think that he's genuinely pretty, you know, uh, good about how he expresses that shit. But even today, we reviewed a game that we all thought was shit, right? And yep. the overall rating for it does not reflect that. Yeah. Like, Our it, experience. it doesn't. It doesn't I feel like reflect it probably gained a lot of leniency because of the 11 person team. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But like, read really the reviews, can't. that's not what people are saying. You know, that that's not what those five star reviews are saying and i get it like at the end of the day this is if we're talking about things like whether or not you liked an ending or that kind of thing um you know those are all subjective right yeah yeah it's an opinion when we're talking about things like bugs yes yeah, right? that you can put on paper literally wrong with yeah. the game yeah. yes yeah. Right. It's not. It's not even like fun bugs, like say Skyrim or Fallout, where it makes the game kind of funny. It's makes the game crash or unplayable. Yeah, exactly. The bad kind. You know, so that makes me suspect, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've got six people here. Five, five of them had issues. One of them has a ne- uh, current gen console, right? So, who knows? And still yeah. had some negative experiences about the game, right? That would make him not necessarily lout the game like i think you're right i think that in a more impressionable time and a lack of like crowd aggregated information they may have had more potential for harm right i do think that um there are games like i can't come up with one right now but there have been games recently that just get review bombed on steam right because of something that happened politically with the studio, something that, you know, people of us part two. Yep. Yep. Last of us part two, right. Where people didn't like the transgender character in that game. She's got too many muscles. There's no way she could have more muscles than me. She's a girl and I'm a fat ass who sits in a chair all day. Yeah, that's exactly it. And so it got fucking review bombed. Like these fucking neckbeards on 4chan came out and were like, we're just going to review bomb this shit. Right. So I don't feel like data aggregation is sufficient enough either sometimes or well, and to play the devil's advocate in regards to that particular game not to say there wasn't I, I think that got a lot of attention because like what the fact that justin brought up because that was the easiest thing for them to reflect back at the community and go look at how ridiculous this is right so it's i think that was the minority of people when it came to that i think it a lot of the times usually is a loud minority that has these effects like who what's the average like overwatch player who wants mccree to actually be fucking like renamed 
Well, right. and again, that's that's yeah. like another thing, right? I mean, well, and that just comes back to that particular thing has to do with like game companies trying to pander incorrectly. He's also right? not a cowboy who can shoot fucking laser focused. Like, I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they there were a lot of other things they could have done, right? Like provide a safe and work environment for their employees. Uh, yeah. Maybe quit harassing women, yeah. right? They they just they they stepped over all of those things, and they're just like rename the Cree. You know what I mean? Like it, it, it kind of goes. What are you talking about? And the thing is, is like the average person had no idea that I know I didn't, yeah, right? Exactly. And I feel like I I'm no a little idea. above average when it comes to this shit. I, I had no idea that he was named after some obscure fucking dev. 100%. Right, and maybe the dude's not obscure. He's not obscure. He's he's a big deal up there. But I didn't know who the fuck he was. Yeah, you know, straight up. Um, yeah, or that that character was named after him. Right. Right. Yeah. I, uh, think- I, I, I don't know. I guess I appreciate the sentiment, but it's the wrong thing. There's so many other like impactful things you could be doing, and that's your that's what you're gonna do. Like playing games. Well, my my problem is is that like in something in the act of like using reviews as a vehicle for imparting change, you also lose the quality of data aggregation as a whole when it comes to just the method of reviewing a game through a community, right? Like that method gets obfuscated when you start to commandeer that method as a means of like pushing some sort of agenda either way. Right. I don't have a preference either way. Still, like, it's still more reliable than a games journalist. 100%. Even, even with those small people or those, you know, those controversial things where, where you have people that typically probably wouldn't have left a review. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, I agree. It can get skewed, but I think 100% is still a more reliable indicator. So let's uh, let's kind of go back to the question here and then kind of rephrase it because I think we've stumbled upon a better one, right? So do we feel like reviews on platforms can make or break a game's sales? So not 100%. necessarily games journalism, yeah. but reviews and review aggregation. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I know it makes my decisions. When I'm filming through, especially something like this, the Steam library, where there's just so much stuff that I've just never even seen before, right? I'm just browsing like I'm window shopping. 100%, I rely on the reviews. Yeah. For yeah. sure. I will not Especially buy a game, a game you know nothing about, right? Without reading the reviews, right? Will not. Yeah. Well, and I, I kind of have the same approach, but I watch something on YouTube, and if somebody's having fun with that game, usually I'll, you know, try it out that way. You but know, I don't really look at the actual reviews of it. You know what's so fucked about that concept, though, right? Is that you've traded a journalist for a YouTuber. Yeah, and yeah, I that's true. And I don't think that that's any better, right? No, like, I, I, don't, definitely not. I honestly think some of the YouTubers do put yes. forth genuine effort to do oh, really what good. reviewers I will, used to. Like, I will trust yay, the YouTuber a little yay, bit more. Really good. They know what mm-hmm. they're playing for, too. They're the gamer. The reviewer... Yeah, unless, they're, unless they're paid to play that game, I think that's a better review anyway. Either way, either way, you get to see gameplay, right? Like, well, Dylan exactly. himself was like sponsor his Game Pass, and you know, yeah. this was the best game I ever played. Yeah, like, exactly. Right? <laughs> like, 
Yeah. Money fucking talk. Microsoft in with another 10 out of 10. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, I, th- I think that, I guess, adding the video component to like a YouTube uh, or YouTuber, right, um, helps a lot with that, right? Like if you have someone who's also doing gameplay and you can see when something is like very clearly broken or you can see if there's like the gameplay doesn't look like something that would be appealing to you or is repetitive. I think that that provides some like really good context to the review, whether or not they um, shill for it or not, you can kind of make a semi-informed decision based on watching a YouTube video yeah, like, or something like that. Well, yeah, even even if it even if the game's like bad too, you kind of want to play it anyway just to see how bad it is compared right. to that YouTuber's experience, you know. Yeah. I will yeah. say, dude, I bought fucking Avengers based off a YouTube video. I watched a bunch of gameplay on it, and I was like, this shit looks cool. Like, this shit looks awesome. Not once did it like go down or crash or anything on him. Like, there might have been a couple bugs, but it was also still in beta phase at that time too. So it was like, okay, you know, they get a little leeway with it. And so when it came out, I was like. Fuck yeah, all in. I mean, and, Dylan, when when we worked at GameStop, I mean, how many people uh, came in there and relied on us? Yep. Right. To, yeah, to for sure, man. Weigh them one way or the other on a title. Absolutely. You know? And and I, I was always pretty straight up and reputable um, as far as like if it was a bad game, I'd tell people. I'd be they like, also whatever. never really Maybe pushed when we were working at GameStop, they never really pushed like a sales mark on us. Right. As an associate. So like when we, so uh, the one that comes not to, as an associate, but as a, as a store, I can yeah. remember when things like Madden and true things like that came out, dude, they were like new titles were different, you know, right? They had like sales marks for that. And they also had a percentage of like pre-owned to for, new sales that they wanted right. to see in a store. But, I felt like it generally didn't sway how I handled people in the retail environment. So like a kid would come up to me and be like, Hey, is destiny worth buying? Right. And I'm like, here, let me tell you what you're going to have to do to get into this. Right. Like you're going to have to purchase the title, which at the time it was like 40 to 60 bucks because it was new (laughs) or used. Right. And then you were going to have to buy DLC because if you didn't have the DLC for destiny one, you couldn't play with your friends. Right. Yeah. So this isn't a sixty dollar purchase, but this is like a hundred to hundred and twenty dollar purchase. So I need you to be aware of that. Yeah. Like there was a lot of that at the counter, right? When when it came to and I especially felt bad for young kids. I would do it a lot for young kids because I knew they had limited money at the time. And I'm like, like look, buddy, I'm like, how about you spend your money on something that you're actually gonna get some enjoyment out of, right? Like and not have to pay hundred and twenty dollars to play play with your friends. You're a like, coward. Teach the child the hard financial decisions. <laughs> they also, you know, there was also, we got the question a lot of like consoles at GameStop where it was like PlayStation or Xbox. And my first response is like, where do your friends play online? Yep. Exactly. And they, and they were like, uh, well, they Here's play your Xbox. Chief, you fucking idiot. Obviously Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you're going to get so much more money out of this thing. If you can play with your friends, right? Like that's ultimately yeah. what you're going to want to do. Even if you don't have master chief, but you're playing games you with should. your friends that you enjoy. Yeah, hey, you, can fucking... get, you can get God of War in Fortnite now, Kyle. <laughs> That's true. Kratos from Fortnite. I've seen him dance. He's great. <laughs> but it, it, the the fact that uh, you know it, Evan and I were sitting there talking about buying Diablo two, right? And we had this 
precipice decision to make, right? Of like what we were going to get on console or we're going to get on on PC, right? And I remember every night we'd get on and play Dark Souls and everyone would come to me and be like, hey, I watched this YouTuber. He's really reputable. He's really into Diablo. I think that maybe we should go with PC because there's some issues with how the console handles, like how this game plays, right? Because yeah. it's old school, right? And you can't map those controls in a specific way onto a controller. It just doesn't play the same Right. Right. So I do value YouTuber opinions as well. Yeah. Um, I'm also hyper cautious about their opinions too. It depends on the channel, man. The, the, the bigger channels, like they suffer from the same problem, right? Look, it's a, and, and look at that point becomes a business. And like, if that's what you're passionate about and that's what you're good at and you're making money doing it, like I was going to say, if you're passionate about money, yeah, you know, it's exactly. Uh, I mean, it's a dream kind of opportunity for some people, you know, and and I can understand like falling in line, right? There, are, to, well, we all know our build. listeners come to us because we play for the love of the game. That's right. Power to the players. We have nothing right. to gain from lying to you. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, it, it really does suck, but I have a lot of respect for all eleven of those people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not right? even getting free underwear for this. Yeah, I ain't getting free underwear from this. I ain't getting no like Surfshark VPN from this. I ain't getting nothing, bro. I ain't getting nothing. I want those Raycon earbuds, bro. Give me some Raycon. Once we start advertising Raid Shadow Legends, get the lowered expectations. Get the lowered expectations starter pack, right? You get 400 gems. And you can add to you. We can add you to our clan, bro. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> as soon as they start paying me a yearly wage, man, and all of us, like all six, so I'll I'll chill out for Raid Shadow Legends all day, every day, no problem. Right. Six hundred thousand dollars for an ad spot. I'll take it. Right. We'll split it. We'll divvy it up a hundred thousand apiece. <laughs> Are we about to make it through four four topics? I, I don't know. So. I'm pretty drunk. Are we? Are, is everybody down to keep going? keep going? Let's hit that last one. And see where just, it goes. I just had one yeah. thing to say though. Still to finish it off as Do well. Um, did you guys ever find it annoying too with the reviews? Like, remember, like I would point out because evolve. Yes. And like in the trailers, like plus ninety nine awards for it, but it was total. It was a horrible game. It died oh, in like three months. So it was like all those type of games. Like I used to get so furious when I see games that were like plus ninety nine awards. It's like, well, what are even those awards? And when you play, when how you have ninety nine yeah. awards, where you just not the awards yet. out of that time. That does not impress me. I'm super skeptical. As soon as you're like, now you're not rewards. Like, <laughs> the fuck are you giving awards for, man? Like everything at that That's point. Menu like, system. But yeah. I can't think of 99 things that I could give awards to right now. Like, best that's going to be really difficult. Best analog feel, right? Like, you know, <laughs> you know there's so the other one that that makes me laugh too in that same line is when shit will have rewards before it's even out yet. And I'm like, yeah, how, does, like how does that happen? I'm like, hey, yeah. I don't get it, bro. Like, because The Witcher Three what? had all those awards too before it even came out, and it was just so many different awards. Like, best, we haven't even best anticipation. 
We hired 90 Indian kids to QA this, right? And they all gave it an award for best game they've ever played, right? Uh, not to be shitty, but that's where most QA comes from, right? So, like, you know... It, Moved to Google. (laughs) (laughs) Indian QA kids enjoyed this game so much, right? It's just like, get the fuck out of here. Like, yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, I've always found the games that got like super praise and got like five like great reviews were always a letdown. The ones that were the quiet ones that didn't get like all the publicity, um, never like turned out like to be really great games. I just, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm always Control. on the fence with like all those type of reviews. I'm always on the fence when I see games being praised that hard. And then, like Cyberpunk, you saw it with Cyberpunk. That yes. one got praised. Good example, like, dude. Like, no, no Man's Sky. No Man's so Sky. What happened with no Man's Sky. No yeah. yeah. I've always mm-hmm. felt cautious about those type of games when I see all that publicity for it that I just don't want to touch it because I'm like, it's, it's probably so broken. You yeah. know what, that's you know, the thing too is with those games. I mean, that kind of falls into what we've talked a lot about before is like they get so hyped up by the media and like stuff like that that they get trapped into their fucking release date. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it gets released too soon and then it's just a piece of trash and it's a total letdown. So, one last thing to add to this before we move on we're seeing a reinsurgence of something from way back in the day, right? So, like, um, PlayStation Magazine used to give out demo discs. Right, that you can play in your oh, PlayStation, yeah, yeah. and you could play like six games, thirty minutes of each, or whatever. I forgot about that. Dude. Steam is actually bringing that back in a very strong way, and that developers are like posting demos for their games now, and they're smart. like, "Here, play the demo it's if you like smart. it." Well, and you know what? Those games are received much better because of that, right? Like, even when someone's writing a negative review, they'll put in there, they're like, "At least I got to play this demo instead of actually purchasing the game." So I give them a lot of credit yeah. for that, right? Like, so I think that that's also a new, uh, an old methodology being applied to a new situation and it's, and it's, and it works. Right. Yeah. Like, let me, let me fucking download a demo on Xbox for Christ's sake for a game. Like, and let me play Mm -hmm. through 30 minutes of it. Right. And, and let me make the decision at that point, whether or not I want to, to, to play it or not. Right. That's why I think Game Pass. Game Pass is the best way to do your that. Money. It's yes. like a yeah. 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 the full game. In an ideal world, it's Games Pass all day, right? Because they'll still because they'll still make money off of that too, and that's why demos have kind of died because that defers people from actually making money yeah. off of those bad things. You know, Steam, but if you have Game Pass, then they're still making money even though you don't like that game. Yeah, and Steam doesn't have a service like that, right? So they benefit from like a demo system. Because they're like, oh, okay, here's the smart of Which I think is better, right? Honestly, I mean, we all, I benefit from the Games Pass, right? But overall, like, the paid subscription for gaming, I mean, that's going to be the future. So it, it yeah. just, it is what it is. It has to um, 100%. But, you know, it's, I think it does, you know, it lends itself to, um, like, I think it's a, it's a bad strategy uh, when when it comes to the consumer, right? For us, it's a raw deal, straight up, because you don't yeah. own anything, right? You've yeah, paid yeah. them all this money, and you don't have anything in the end. I'm kind right? of nonplussed with the fucking ideal of like ownership of a game, though. Like this is coming from someone who has a thousand titles on Steam, right? Like I'm kind of nonplussed with that idea anymore. Like it depends. 
I did, honestly, honestly like okay, there's only a few games that I would really want to come back to and play over and over again. You know, there's not too many games that I'm begging or dying to come back and play. You know, like and those games I will buy for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, um, I, I almost prefer a Netflix model because do I want to own all these fucking television series on discs? Like I used to do that where we would go buy a box set of a television show. Right, like, and yeah, right. I want, I want to keep this forever. Like, I just don't give a shit about it enough anymore to do that. If I do, I'll torrent because it because you know you can find it exactly. Yeah, you like, I, you know, if I gave that much of a shit about the collector's ideology of carrying all this shit with me, I guarantee you, you don't feel that way when you move to a new house. You throw all that <laughs> shit away, right? Because you don't want to carry it from house to house, right? Like, like Evan was going through his fucking comic book collection. He's like, "Do you want this?" Right, and gave me a bunch of like the comic books that he had. Cause he's like, this, this is a good read. This is a good read. Cause you don't want to fucking take it with you. Right. Like there's all, <laughs> yeah, but how, was, so how nice was it just that I had physical fucking media to pass on to my also, friend? It was, the, it was nice for the 45 minutes that I read it. Right. Right. Like, so well, and then you can give it to somebody else and let them enjoy <laughs> it, man. And, 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 and the I, can give, I give you my fucking Hulu log on you asshole. I give you that to enjoy that, right? Like, yeah, that's so. I'm imparting media upon you too. So that's like, <laughs> that, like <You're> fucking animal. <laughs> like, I, 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 like I said, I am, I am bad about that. I have far too many Steam games. I, I own far too much shit. I am at the point in my life where that model isn't a raw deal for me. Is I'm just like, I'd rather just them curate that and I'll have access yeah. to it when I want. And, like, I, and I know we brought that up in another, in another podcast, you know, and I, and I think I said then, and, and it's the same thing now. Like it's, it's a give and a take, right? Yeah. It's good and bad. Yeah. I think we can make it cool. through one more. Everybody want to make it yeah. through one more? Well, uh, Evan, what do you want to, oh, yeah. what was your topic, man? Um, so, uh, kind of dovetails into a lot of the things, uh, that we've been, talking about uh during this podcast and others and it has to do with um you know triple a games and if the triple a title is going extinct right um i think there are a lot of indicators uh that would say yes right um like what and I want to preface this too by saying, like, this doesn't mean that all like AAA games nowadays are bad or mediocre. Like, there's still a lot of them that are critically acclaimed and meet expectations. Um, but I do have uh, some examples here. Uh, the first thing I wanted to bring up is uh, some major game studios that you may or may not know are not around anymore. Uh, that were big deals like Neversoft, right? Yep. Closed, and not a thing. Uh, yeah, Guitar Hero, Spider-Man, Tony Hawk, Call of Duty Ghost, right? Uh, Pandemic Studios, they did the Star Wars Battlefront uh, game, the first uh, one. So yeah. good. Um, also, game, uh, game developers like Acclaim, that's another big one that I didn't even realize like they weren't around. Lucas uh, Arts isn't around anymore. Lucas Arts and Naughty Dog gone for a while. Um, they still, I do, believe so. They do um, uh, Last of Us. Oh, okay, but, but um, so they're Dude, still around. THQ, right? Who did yeah, Dark Siders yeah. and, and Saints Row, and people wonder why they're using Saints Row. 
it's getting so much heat. Lionhead yeah. Studios, right? Fable, we're going to touch on. That was a big Microsoft-owned studio, and we'll, we'll touch on Microsoft a little bit more. Telltale Games was the most recent one. Uh, that I remember closing up, I, I enjoyed a lot of their games, and I realized they were kind of a one-trick pony, you know. Um, and then uh, also like Visceral, you know, Dead Space. Um, I think they did Damn. the Sims as well, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I know Sims was EA, but but they were owned by EA, weren't they? Wasn't yes. Visceral part of EA? I think they, they were did Dead Space. at some point, and then and then EA closed them down, right? EA produced Damn. the Dead Space games, and Visceral was the actual fucking yep. studio. Yeah, well, that's what, that's what, that's what Warner, Warner Brothers are doing that too, where they're buying a bunch of shit and shutting it down too. Right. Yeah. So we, yeah, and so we've seen a lot of that, right? And then the some of the big companies that are left, like Bethesda and Blizzard and Konami and Rockstar, um, Ubisoft, they're mm-hmm. out here fucking up. Man, every single one of them that I just named, every single one of those studios. Bethesda is nowadays. crash nowadays. Um, you know, and Fallout 76 is pretty evident of that. Uh, you know, um, Blizzard, everybody should be familiar with all the trouble they're in. Yeah, Diablo um, 3 was their the last good the, game that they put out. <laughs> like, like, you know, yeah. and, and even... And even and this has been going on for years, man. The Blitzchung conver- uh, controversy, the Diablo Immortal announcement, how badly they botched Warcraft Three Reforged. Like it's a horrible state. It, it really makes me sad. Those two studios, especially, right? Uh, it, it makes me really sad. Uh, Konami, like they're they're not even out here doing anything yeah. anymore. Ever since they kicked out Hideo Kojima. Yep. Like it seems like it's been a wrap, and and you know, we'll, as much as we love the Xbox, like we can even talk about Microsoft, dude. They used to care about the Xbox brand, right? They delivered like groundbreaking uh, games and services. Uh, when you talk about the original Xbox and even the Xbox 360, um, they revolutionized the industry, right? And I can think yeah. of a lot of big Xbox titles. Jet Set Radio um, Future. Yeah, a ton of them. I mean, you can go on and on, right? Um, but kind of starting in the kind of the middle of that Xbox 360 era, they started getting like horribly greedy and constantly seemed like they were making terrible decisions. Like, you know, um, what specifically like the Connect, right? Dumping all that money in the Connect, and there, there's plenty of other examples. Always online with Xbox, right? You remember that controversy where they're like, yeah, I think that that controversy was huge. Where they're like, oh, we're not going to have pre-owned games anymore because we're going to require online connections to validate titles on. Yeah, I remember on the that. Xbox. You wouldn't be able to share games. They wound the that back super yeah. quick. Yeah, they wound. Yeah, that they back. fucking. Like, yeah, yeah and most. And most recently, uh, the thing I could think of with them was the paid subscription uh, stuff where they've been fleecing people just to be able to play games, right? Like, yeah, you know, they finally walked that back after years, you know. Um, But, you know, on top of that, uh, while we're talking about studios, also like the treatment of their employees, dude, they're like overworked. They hit these crunch times, rushing game development, and then just having toxic work environments on top of that. It seems yeah. like, uh, how can you put out a good product 
under those kinds of conditions. Crunch culture, right? And talking about how there's there's been game developers that said that they'll, you know, they arrive in the morning, right? And their manager will put a takeout menu on their desk and they're like, here, order lunch and dinner because you're going to be here all day, right? Yeah. Like that kind of shit is not acceptable. I think that the, so cost of development for AAA titles has gone up significantly Absolutely. Um, based on, you know, resolutions that you're outputting in the hardware that's needed to render shit at that level. Right. Um, and yeah. I think also on the other side of the spectrum, um, the availability for 11 man teams to make games and publish them has gone up significantly. Yeah. Right, like the ability for a small team to put a game together and put it in the mainstream has has gone up, right? So I feel like there's this equivalency that's like shifted now. Oh, so like, they're they're watching these indie games make bank. Yes. Well, they get, they get to be their own boss. They don't have to be bullied by those companies. Right. Like, yeah, man. Yeah. And you right. see, they make what they want. They have their time frame. Yeah. They demanding Evan, sure. you you were like on your diatribe. You were like talking about a thing that I was I touched on two episodes back. Where like it really seems like the people who are in charge of the decision making of these big name companies like EA, Bethesda, the, the big publisher houses, like it seems like the people in charge don't fucking understand what people like about their fucking games. Yeah, like yeah. taking Fallout and being like, let's make it multiplayer and then release a fucking unfinished game, like. Who in the fuck was like, yeah, great idea. Let's fucking sell that. Let's have fun. Like, well, that's because everyone yeah. was saying, e, like, EA started it, but then Bethesda just picked up the ball because they were like, single-player games are dead. You know, but then something like Secrio or, or uh, something like that comes out, you know, and, and there's plenty Any of people that are play can tell you that single-player games are never going to be dead. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. The, the problem is, is a single-player game isn't going to make the kind of money that... So that's yeah. why you see Rockstar focusing all of their attention on GTA Online, right? And Red Dead Online, right? Because you get all of these, you get all these pay whales that also, are going to come out there. I also think that the... Uh, so say we have this AAA title, it's this billion dollar game, right? The risk tolerance goes way down from there. Like when it comes to like, we're going to make this fucking game that's very expensive and it's going to be a total left field kind of entry into a single player market. That's a good point. Like Control is a good example of that. Like a game that no one was sure if that game is going to succeed, right? Because of its content, because of how it plays, right? That was a huge gamble, right? And none of us have the kind of money as people where we're making million dollar gambles and shit like that. Like there's a certain set of like brass balls that comes with like, that's why when we watch, when we look at like wall street bets and stuff, Justin, and we see these people yelling like $3 million and they lose all of it. Right. Like their, their risk tolerance is crazy. Like, I don't understand how a human being operates that way. I would off myself the next day. Right. Seeing all of that money just disappear. Right. I understand it perfectly. (laughs) (laughs) I get it. I get it, but I'm not that kind of human being. Right. And imagine, having all of this money on the line and all of these people to pay and all of these like financial obligations, how much that affects your total risk tolerance 
as a company yeah. when it comes to like making something creative and fun. Fuck your grandma. But I'm trying to you're, remember. You're saying that's just for like a, you're saying that risk is inherently for like a single player. Experience? No, it's just for anything that's like a bazillion dollars to like a triple A title. Right. That risk tolerance is just so low. And they want to pander. It, it drives them to pander. 100%. It drives them okay. to do all of that because they're like, like "Oh, we, out from genre norms. We can't have this fail. Yeah. Yes, yeah. we cannot and have this product it fail. Fails miserably. Yes, I feel like that is a hundred percent just always EA. I mean, how they acted with EA is criminal. That, that about was that. a gold, but yes. it was, yep. they like destroyed it. Yep. Well, it was also why we were so it. shocked about Jedi Fallen Order. Right, like yes. we, I think that's what Evan was just about to say. We were shocked yes. that they even made that, right? Because looking at it from an empirical <laughs> point of view, Evan said this game should not exist. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. that's a direct fucking yeah. quote, man. Fuck yeah, uh, yeah, right. I love that. Yeah, I, I but, think I think that the risk tolerance is a huge portion of that, and the pandering and all of the shit comes with that. Like, yes. And, and just like we saw with um, the Ascent that we played, right? You see this with a lot of AAA titles, too, is what I mentioned earlier in the cast was style over substance, mm-hmm. right? So you got developers that are focused on gorgeous visuals and graphics, right? Uh, in an attempt just to distract us from like their mediocre bad gameplay, right? Or a story that's lacking. And some examples like Star Wars uh, Battlefront, right? Um, some could say some could say Destiny, right? Sea of Thieves for sure. Yeah. And I mentioned No Man's Sky. Like those are just the ones that that come to mind for me um, of big name titles that are really flashy and pretty to look at, but there there's not much meat on the bone. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree think, with you. I think that like like current events in world history, right? Having people working remote from home and things because of the circumstances has really shown like how expensive these processes are, right? Like how, you know, the, the overhead on making AAA titles and things like that. And so I think that, you know, the, the apt for a larger gaming company um, to build something that's a triple A that's like totally out of left field is just not there anymore. Yeah. I think that you'll see single A games that are definitely something that, that is uh, risk taking like control and things like that. Right. I think, I think we'll you continue keep saying to see that, that, but I swear to God, control is a triple A game. I like, just wasn't it's made by the like same one. studio. It just it's wasn't like marketed the like studio one. that made Max Payne though. It's a triple A game yeah. for sure. All right. Um, yeah. Yeah. It just like, I, I, they, they it just didn't get the media exposure up front and like yes. you know yes um it definitely there was a lot of money thrown at that game for sure um Fucking Swedish meatballs just didn't get commercials done right <laughs> yeah you you see things like like The Witcher right and then you have something like so the same people that made Cyberpunk are the same people that made The Witcher series. Right. And that, if that puts that in perspective for you, so like Witcher 3 was a big game, big money into that yeah. title, succeeded. Um, but it was an established game and an established series, right? That they just decided to risk a little bit extra money on to make it something well, a little bit bigger and but, better. But Cyberpunk is one of those that I haven't played in fucking months now. So, and there's been plenty of updates to it since then, too. So, but my thing, shit. Sorry, Kyle. What was, is, what? 
they gave patience for The Witcher. Like they gave time back. They didn't rush it because they know mm. how much that game was yeah. important to them. I, I feel like, I feel like they uh, did Cyberpunk. Uh, they were like, "No, you need to get this now. We need something new for us. We need something big." Yeah, but I feel like that's all the sponsors or whoever's paying for that game is wanting it now to get their money yeah. back. That's exactly and what the it is. Holders. So, yeah, uh, pro- yeah, you exactly. know, uh, CD Projekt Red blew up after The Witcher. Man, they were a relatively kind of small studio, but after the success of The Witcher, like. Um, they, you know, they, they not, got a lot of attention. They're not small. They're owned part by the Polish government. Like, they, like well, they're, they're, a, I guess they're a right. cultural yeah. project for an entire country. Like, let's not That's get that hilarious. wrong. They're not That's small. Crazy. Like, the problem is, is that, like, they got a little too big for their britches, right, in, in right. that project, right, where they're like, oh, that, you know, we have successful series under our belts, and so therefore that translates to everything. It doesn't matter. Like, whatever we make is going to be of that quality, cool. right? I'll agree. And, I'll and, agree with that. And it's not. Like, I do think that we will see less AAA titles overall. To come back to the question, I think that it will be few and far between. I think the ones you will see will be parts of established series like Assassin's Creed, right? Halo. Like Halo. Yes, like things that but already I say exist. Dead is gears. That's yeah. a triple A that's gonna die. Yeah. That is a triple A that's gone. I mean, it, it it is, but that's just a multiplayer. Um, I I feel like they can keep going with the story. Not not everybody's gonna follow it for sure, but I Have, think you that, say that, that at is, Gears Five, but at Gears Sixteen, would you feel that same way about it? <laughs> right? Well, no, like, you're still killing it. You're right. You're you right know, that. so that's that's also a thing yeah. too. Is like holding that in perspective about like how long is too long for those series to exist. I would agree. I right? that, I, I was long the same way with can... Halo, to be honest. If I, yeah, I, I, as I, long I as like they're competing with Halo at this point, yeah, they they only released the Gears of War. What was it for? Once Halo, the new Halo came out too. Halo Four came out, then yeah. Gears was like, "Oh shit, we gotta do something." Yeah, yeah exactly. The Witcher, I think, is The Witcher is made from a book series. Like people don't understand that, right? But it is yeah. actually a book first, and then a video game second, right? So it's not even its own kind of mythos and ideology, right? It is contrived from something already written in a book. Right. Same thing with cyberpunk, like Gears of War was not written down on paper before it became a video game. Right. So there's some differences there, too, where we could have some um, new media that's picked up over the course of time and then is like made into video games and series that are successful. We can probably see that like book series that are made no, into video I, I game mean, adaptions. Kind of, I was thinking about this the other day. I've been a little I was like a little bit surprised that there are any like. I think there's some for PC, but there's no like Xbox or PlayStation games for like Indiana Jones. And I feel like that'd be like a really cool like yeah. game to make. They had some Lord like of the Rings games. type game. Yeah. Dude, they they should totally fucking redo the Lord of the Rings games. Those on PlayStation were awesome. I'd play the shit out of some Lord of the Rings games. I would that play I would you know, as silly as this may sound, right? Like I would play an invincible game. Right? Yeah, or like dude. something based on a more concurrent series like comic books you know that are not necessarily in the main spotlight like marvel comics and things like that I like i would but i would you know i would play you know like some dark horse comic series games that you know are not necessarily in the primary zeitgeist of of that's some success that with like uh the darkness that was yes. a great game yeah dude, like, static shock would be a great game 
Oh, that would be a sick <laughs> I would game. play it. You know, so, Hell I mean, yeah. so they don't have to be something that's completely new and completely made from the ground up with no predecessing material in order for it to be a good value and a good idea. I don't think that that's the case, but I think we'll see less and less of it, and we'll see more and more reiterations of safe things to do. Because they make or money. Remastered. I think, yeah. I think even Halo is kind of a cop out, right? Like to be honest, like Halo is a cop out. Like you love playing is. those games, but they just do it because they know you love playing those games. They're not. Yeah. Bungie could be doing something completely different. Infinite's about it's to not, be a last it's not anymore. Or it's whoever that 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 studio is that makes it right, like three hundred three or whoever it was that makes or Microsoft Studios three four three. Like, if Infinite ends up sucking, I'm done with Halo. Sure. I would agree. I would agree. So there's like there's some there's some conversations about that where we talk about these like really strong franchises that we're like, oh, I can't see that going away. But they only do it to placate you, right? Mm-hmm. Like they only do it to 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 keep Kyle buying an Xbox. They only keep doing that to like keep you coming back. There's not really any new brand new you know, contrive triple A games from without that kind of source material. Like they'll reiterate on that shit until it's dead or until they alienate their audience by making a product that doesn't hit. Right. Like, and then they're like, Oh, we're going to step away from that and not do that anymore. Like, I just, that's how I feel with Bethesda as well. I mean, I don't know if you guys have seen too, that they're remastering the remastered of Skyrim. Yeah. They're making making a new Elder Scrolls game. GTA 5 is going to be too. You know, it's so funny, dude. That that Skyrim is going to be like, you just expect the same game. Yeah. We all love, right? Except this time we fixed all the bugs, right? <laughs> yeah. Right. Graphics are just, just different. Again. <laughs> I know that they won't fix all the bugs. It's Bethesda. No, yeah. they only added. They added the paddleboarding. Is what I heard. You know, the yeah. only like even the Elder Scrolls series is something literally just to placate to someone like me, who's like, yeah, I'll play another Skyrim game. Right? I would too. Like, um, as long as the story is good and unique and Remaster new, Fallout Three. Yeah. Like in Vegas, yeah. remaster Vegas, bro. Because yeah. I put yeah, shit exactly. out of that. Like, I think that yeah. comes off as a little nihilistic, right? From me, right. and it basically is like me saying that you know there'll, there'll never be anything new or, or or ingenuitive or interesting. You know, I think that maybe there there will be, um, but we've also seen a worrying trend in that like it's a great time to be a small studio right now because Microsoft will buy you. Right, so like, there's it's it's a great time to be a small shop, right? Because Microsoft or Sony will buy you out, right? And so, you know, how many small studios are left, right, to do those kind of projects and things like that? I think that's also a whole different aspect of that. Like, when is it just going to be Microsoft Studios, right? It's like, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, they answer you. Question, Evan. I think I'm middle. I do believe that AAA games are dying because I'm seeing a lot of just remastered. And but I have hope that we'll have some more, some better games, some new games to come out that's gonna start. Yeah. But I think they're dying a lot because I'm tired of I'm tired of remastered. They're just playing on that nostalgia factor. I just want one of those oh, yeah. studios to throw some serious fucking money at something that's not a franchise. 
Like, try something different, please, for the love of God. Just do do something different. I'll buy it and I'll play it. Like, you know, do, do that. Like, I, Halo I would, racing. That's right. Halo kart racing, <laughs> right? Where you can play Cortana and Master Chief. I'm <laughs> sold. Hmm? I'm sold. I said, did you play the new FIFA, though? <laughs> That's right. Madden NFL you know? 2K20. What about that? Yeah, dude. Yeah. Never play yeah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I, I would that's like insane. to see Ubisoft do something other than an Assassin's Creed game. Like, I would yeah. really enjoy seeing, even if it's that same mechanic of like parkour and moving around the city and stuff. A new story would be cool. A new, yeah. new and unique story. Like, unique, not like in the Assassin's Creed world. Doing know. something that's right. like infamous. Right I mean, or like look, you at, know. look at Dishonored. I thought that was like going to be a newer type. Dishonored of, is a great Creed. Yes, Dishonored and is a great example of that. Like they should have shown more love to it because I didn't think the second one was really that great. Yeah, I honestly think that it is the kind of death knell of AAA games that are not sports games or current active franchises. I also think that I don't need an Assassin's Creed game every year. Right, like I mean, you can't even finish it in a year. Yeah, <laughs> like I don't need that. Like you can push that off three or four years and make a better product or something more ingenuitive, and I'd be all right with that. Yeah, like you'll need three or four years to be Valhalla. <laughs> so, but I think it's an interesting <laughs> yeah, topic. That game, but... <laughs> no, yeah, it definitely is an interesting topic. I think um, we'll see more and more of it play out as time goes on, and I think in uh, you know, ten or twenty more podcast episodes, yeah, you'll see. You know some changes. We'll, we'll in visit, so. Probably, I think it'll ebb and flow, and I think with services like Game Pass, uh, probably doesn't doesn't help. I don't know how much money. I've often wondered, like, how much of a cut they get for offering those games, and how that payout, yeah. how that payout works. Um, I wondered that too because of E3. I've noticed like E3s have been like really horrible because they trust those small indie games right now that's all i see a lot now for e3 well you're gonna see more of that and mobile gaming you know like that's sort of the money maker and just like we were talking about earlier with the journalists i mean people are going to go where the money's at but you know it's again all comes down to the community if people are wanting those games and they're purchasing those games then that's what they're going to produce yep so it looks like there's uh um so here, so Phil Spencer from Xbox has stated and saying a few things here. So in certain cases, we'll pay for the full production costs of the game, and then they get all the retail opportunity on top of Games Pass. They can also sell it on PlayStation, on Steam, and on Xbox, and on Switch. Sometimes developers uh, more done with the game, and it's more just a transaction of, hey, I'll put it on Games Pass if you'll pay us this amount of money. So uh, others want agreements more based on usage and monetization and whether it's a store monetization that gets created through transactions or usage. We're open to experimenting with many different partners because we don't think uh, we have it figured out. When we started, we had a model that was all based on usage. Most of our partners said, yeah, yeah, we understand that, but we don't believe it. So just give us money up front. Bring money. So essentially, it it varies between we will give you some 
we'll give you X amount of money agreed upon by the two parties. And then you get to sell everything on top of that. Or sometimes they'll pay your full production cost of the game and you still get to make the money on top on retail sales. So, I mean, that doesn't, you would hear more bitching if it was a raw deal. I think like on average, everyone wouldn't be jumping in to do it either. I mean, yeah, you know, you, you look at all, you know, all the different, developers because you know they don't um, have that parity to push that they don't have the power to do that so it had to be an amicable deal when it you know when it first started and continued to be an amicable deal after that but yeah very very interesting well time will tell i suppose time yeah will tell. absolutely well uh i think that'll do it for tonight guys what do you think yeah that was a long podcast but it felt good that was yeah, it felt yeah we good covered a lot to talk about um, so yeah, everybody. Again, our game this month was The Ascent. Um, lots of bugs. It is a pretty game for what it's worth, but uh, yeah, I would uh, proceed with caution on that one. And if you have Game Pass, maybe just check it out on there before you spend any real monies on it. Um, but yeah, our game yeah. for next month yeah. is Psychonauts Two. Yeah, right? yeah. yay, yeah. Yeah, so we'll be playing that one, and we'll be reviewing that one for you at the end of September here. And, so uh, for that episode. I'm very. I, I'm with Kyle. I've already cracked open that game, and I'm having a good Same. time. I've been Same having a lot of fun with I've been it. Up for that game for years. Yeah. Yep. I haven't played so it. I don't even know about it. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Part two. <laughs> That's right. All right, guys. Thanks for joining with joining us this evening. Uh, you guys have a great life out there. Uh, share with your friends. Uh, let us know if you have any comments or anything like that in the email. Um, Otherwise, we'll come back with you uh, next month. We also got a website now. Hit it up, loweredexpectationspodcast.com, bro. Hit that shit up. Just some links to Spotify. Thanks, guys. All right. Thanks, guys. Peace. Push me to the edge. All my friends are dead. Push me to the edge.